Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sonny Clark. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is Sonny Clark. Hardest working man in sports radio, along with the two-time champion, Eli Bill Cerna, here at the ISP Stadium. Getting ready for the national anthem, just to let everybody know, we'll get into our bit here. The commercial, as unfortunately we do not have the audio from the field. Which is a problem. Which is a problem. So we can't get the national anthem. New stadiums have their new problems and things like that. So, so let every know we're, we're going to go right into the national anthem. We will go right into commercials. More on the fact no one can hear it and that doesn't do anybody any good. So we'll do that. But we're here. Our first game of the season, right, kicking off the 2018 season, getting ready for the national anthem. Everybody's still sitting, so they're doing some. Oh. What are they doing, Bill? It looks like they are doing the. Um, yeah, they're. Uh, I guess uh, these are some uh, new students that are going to be joining the military services, so they're swearing them in right now. R R T. What is it? R um, when they do it in high school, R T C. R O T C. Thank you very much. See, he's more up on that than I am. So, uh, the R O T C getting sworn in that they're going to be doing uh, through high school. Uh, an exciting time for, for those young men. And we're getting set for the national anthem. We will go into commercial when we come back. We'll talk a little bit more about the Rowlett Eagles, what we're expecting to see out on the football field, which, hey, it's the new season. We won't know much, but we'll do that. We'll do the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Let Buffalo Creek doors and floors help you restore your home to its like new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett.
This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chain Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chain Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chain Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychanglees.com. never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslo Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at CosloInsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting, located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 consultation includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, the radio home of champion indoor football's Texas Revolution and the 2016 season. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, for the live play-by-play of hard-hitting, fast-paced football action on a 50-yard indoor field. Listen live on our website, www.thecouchpotato.wix.com slash revsradio, or by calling 347 1597. <laughs> All right. Hey, hit the button. There we go. Sorry about that. We're here rallying Eagles football as your Eagles are on the road taking on the McKinney Boyd 
what is it? The Broncos. I want to say Mustang, so be ready for that. Uh, got some interesting thing going on here as far as what's going on. Uh, we got here on time, but, of course, uh, McKinney's having some problems with their uh, uh, microphones and things like that for the field. So, unfortunately, we don't get field noise. That's okay, though, um, but we are here. Nice. This is, this is a beautiful stadium, and look at that. It's nice big, so Sonny can see that scoreboard right over there. Oh, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And, and you know, this is the second after at McKinney uh, ID Stadium, and it's, it's just a, a really neat uh, to be in. Uh, I'm kind of honored to, to be able to be here. So uh, great, uh, great night, a little bit warm, but I'm sure it's going to cool down once that sun goes down. And the sun is going down as everybody's pretty much getting into shade the whole is shaded. The first level for the visiting side is getting more shade. The left side where the band is is over there. So, uh, But the Eagles are going to receive the ball, and we'll find out who's back there in just a moment as uh, my my nice co-host let me know what's going on. Out there back is going to be Ben Abzer as well as number 20. It's going to be Alex Taylor, and we'll see and we'll get the ball. Here comes the kick, and it's going to be short. It's going to be handled at the 10-yard line, and they do a reverse like we've seen. Atzler with the ball trying to get around the corner at the 15-yard line. He's knocked out of bounds right there on the other side and uh, taken down by number 26, and that was blind. By the way, just to let everybody know I was incorrect. It was number 11, Trav- Trevon King, uh, with a return, and uh, Jared was back for the Rowlett Eagles. I was looking at the wrong page. Normally, I get here early enough to be able to write all this stuff down, so I'm depending on them more so myself here as we get started. And what we were talking about, who's going to be at the position, uh, it is going to be uh, Tupel. Uh, I like that name, Tupel. He is in shotgun, and they're going to take the side. This is a very common Rowlett Eagles looking to the coach. we got to, um uh, timeout. Run the clock down. Let's find out what's going on. Uh, that's what it is. It's going to be yellow hanky out on the field on delay a game. And uh, we got. We will bring this book live in. We had too many technical difficulties to do that for this game. Just to let everybody know. So the Eagles are going to restart this uh, drive. So it's going to be first down. Ball is on the looks like the twelve yard line on their own side. Here we go. Snap. To Paul, far side, Paul caught, getting around the corner and spinning out of bounds on his, uh, the other side. The reception there was Evans, and on the stop on the other side, number 40 for the Broncos, and that was Matthews. Yeah, and that's a good uh, job by Anthony Hall to uh, uh, hold the block there to get be able to get the receiver to get around towards the sideline. So here we go. We got uh, number three, uh, uh, Chauncey Amos in the backfield with Paul. He's off to the right-hand side. Too near, too far for your Raleigh Eagles. I'm calling it from the spectator side. Here comes a little reverse and hand it off right up the middle. It's Amos looking to break it and take it down right near the 30-yard line. Big-time gainer on first down. That's the way to get started for your Raleigh Eagles as Amos gets in there. And on the stop on the other side was number 40. That was Matthews as well as 14. It was Dodson. Eagles back to the line real quick. One near, three far for your Rowlett Eagles. Paul in the shotgun, Amos off to the left. Here comes to Paul on the far side. Ball's caught, taken around to the, about the 35-yard line as number six, Jerry Evans, was brought down. And on the stop on the other side, number 26, 
and that was Balachi. Well, and a great job on mixing it up uh, with both the run and the pass so far uh, early in this game as they're just making it uh, real simple, just uh, getting the ball out on the flat and, and letting the receivers and their uh, blockers uh, make some room there. Second down and four, ball on the Eagle 36-yard line. Play action, little slant ball caught by Evans, taken down to midfield to the 48-yard line. That was nice play, nice split on there as well, and the ball was stopped there by Dodson. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and it was just a, a, a pass right across the middle, just right in the open uh, slot there. Too near, too far for the Eagles. Eagles uh, mode down and ten. They play action far side. Evans gets. He's going to take it to 40. And on the other side, it was Shaw on the stop. Well, and Rella's coming out uh, with a fast pace. They're uh, just coming right back up to the line every time. So uh, a quick pace here to start the season. One near three for your round. We'll see him. He was last the round. Averaging around four to five yards of carry. When you can do that, you've done something. So here we go. Eagles here on third down. What looks to be third down. Here comes the pass far side. Gets it in the hands. Is that is that Evans again? This is the Evans show here Actually, on the first that's a, drive. Amos on a, on an option pitch. There you go on the sideline. Uh, number forty four. Uh, <laughs> uh, how do you pronounce that? Matichit with a uh, chit. Matichit on the tackle. Here come the Eagles. It is first down ten. Balls on thirty two line of the. Goes. Eagles driving first drive of the night. One near three far. Hand on Amos. He dances to the left, breaks it down to the 20, breaking those tackles all the way down. How about Amos down to the 13 yard line and the Eagles driving big time now? Bill. Absolutely. And a great way to see that hole is that uh, the offensive line led to the right and he was able just to uh, uh, move over to the left on the open side and that field. So here come the Eagles. First down and 10. Ball is on the 13-yard line of the Broncos. So Paul keeps it. There's the option. They almost around the corner. He's going to push it down to about the 7-yard line. Good game there on first down there, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Just a real simple. Once again, it was an option to the left. And uh, just, a, you know, to Paul waited to the last minute and, and was able to get the ball to uh, – to Amos and be able to pick up an easy six yards. All right, substitutions going in on number 26, checking in for your Rowlett Eagles. That's Josh Expo as the running back. So we'll be looking at him uh, instead of Amos in the backfield. No, uh, and who else? I can't catch the number. We'll get it. Uh, one near, two far, two in the backfield with Topal. Topal gets the snap. He's going to go left. He's going to fall. Blackers, Blackers taking it down, waiting for the call. No, the ball's on the ground. The Broncos have the ball. And this is an interesting call. Yeah, Bill's going to throw the red flag. I thought he broke the plane, and not because we are homers. It's just the way that it is. It well, looks I- like he broke the plane. Like he, in my eyes, it looked like he was down as you got close to the uh, goal line. He, he tried to reach over, and a lot of times that happens. You reach that ball over, try, uh, trying to get that extra yard. Uh, but my, uh, in my eyes, it looked like he was down before he got to the goal. Ernie, that was terrible. Crazy knucklehead, terrible. Oh, that was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. That was a touchdown for the Rowlett. However, the Bronco get the ball first down and ten. We'll find out who is out there and get that scored in just a moment as we get set here. Broncos first down ten ball. 
on their own five-yard line. They hand it up and you go right up the middle. Take it down right up the middle is number five. That was Nixon on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles on the other side, number 21, Canyon. And he's going to be a big part of the defense. It's the Broncos up to the line again. Quick second down, him three. Balls on the 12-yard line. Play action. Going to go to the far side. Ball in and out of the hands of the receiver. On the receiver on the side was Cole Green. Yeah, and it was just something simple, just a little hitch uh, um, down on the left-hand side, and, and the receiver just took it out of his arm, uh, his hands. I, you know, it almost like he heard footsteps and uh, uh, wasn't able to hang on to the ball. So here we go. It's going to be third down and three after the incompletion. One near too far for the Broncos. Here comes the man in motion on a jet. Nope, keeping that the quarterback, taking it up the middle. He's going to get enough for the first down there as the Rowlett Eagles had to stop him at the quarterback position. We'll get who that is in just a moment because I don't have it. Hines on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles. Is it number? It, it's a Ziegler is your quarterback. Uh, Ziegler started the game uh, season last year, went first four games until he got injured, and then was uh, – um, replaced by uh, Colin Drake, a freshman for the remainder of last year. All right, so Ziegler is going to be in the backfield. He's got a running back next to him. He's going to go to the far side, and Ziegler going to take right up the middle. Big hit at the 20-yard line. Ziegler got picked up and knocked back. Number 21, that was Lance Canyon. Well, it looks like uh, uh, Boyd went back and looked at some of the last year's highlights from Rowlett because uh, uh, one of the places that Rowlett struggled was right up the middle, so they've already uh, gone right up the middle twice so far tonight. And we got to watch for the break up the middle. Too near, too far forward, the Broncos. Here comes Ziegler on the far side. Now he's going to go throw the ball over through. I don't think he intended to complete that pass at all as it was content, uh, intended on the other side for uh, Bianchi. No, he had a simple rollout to the left and he, he saw a lot of pressure coming up to him so he just dropped that ball out to the sideline. You're right. I don't think it was going to be a very, even if he had caught the ball there would have only gone a yard or two. And they got the signs up on the side here for the quarterback and letting them know what play is going to be. It's one of four. Ziegler here on a third down and six. Ball's on their own 20-yard line. Two near, one far. Or one near one too far, and Ziegler almost hit from behind, almost intercepted. Number 24, Gale on for your Rowlett Eagles. It brings up fourth down. The Eagles are going to make the Broncos punt here. Yeah, and that's a great job, not just by the, the defensive line to get pressure on uh, Ziegler, but also the secondary. That's a, That was a, uh, a coverage pressure right there as uh, none of the receivers were uh, open uh, for Ziegler to get to. All right, so that does bring up fourth down. And the kicking team coming out. Who is that back there, Bill? He's going to let me know who that is because I can't see it. And the ball snapped over the head. The Eagles get the ball on the one-yard line after the failed snap back to the kicker. And the Eagles now first down and goal from the two-yard line. And that makes up for the bad call for the touchdown. The Eagles are going to be set. I got Chauncey Amos bringing this one in for a touchdown. Either that or we're going to see um, that DePaul just go right up the middle here. Yeah, absolutely. So the Eagles get the benefit of the turnover as they lost the turnover already down right where they're at now. So now it's 8.02. I got to get back with the time. I got to get the time. 8.02 left hey, to first, go in the first quarter. It's first game. We're, we're allowed to have uh, some errors here and there. Absolutely. You know, we talk about this brand new stadium uh we the the down markers are actually electronics so it's kind of cool we're yeah. in the we're in new age first down and goal from the two talk is it's a amos, amos around the corner he's going to get wrapped up right there at the one yard line on the stop on the other side 
uh, number 44 for Boyd. And that was, I got to get that number. It's Matisic. 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 He's a leader on their team. Uh, inside linebacker, uh, he's been uh, leading this team for the last three years. Second down and goal from the two yard line. They give it to Amos again. He's going to go to the right. And what the Eagles have had success is that ball going far, going to the outside. And when it opens up lane, then Amos goes in there. They're trying to run up an area where the big boys are right there on the offensive line. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're, uh, this uh, boy defense really buckling down here on the goal line. Third down and goal from the two. This is fourth down territory. So Paul's going to keep it. There's the – what? They don't even call it. He was – they're going to say he's on the half-yard line. Amos stopped because he went over. Maybe the ball didn't go over. Maybe his foot did. But they are calling that down right at, like, the one-inch line. Yeah, you know what? It looks like he slowed up. It almost looked like he knew he was in, so he just took his time getting in. And uh looks like uh, Coach Howard is going to be uh, having a little bit of talk with him because uh, I don't want to say it was showboating, but he kind of just uh, – he kind of eased up as he got to the side. Yeah, uh, you've got to follow through line. and get through the goal line. You're absolutely right. Fourth down and goal. Here come the Eagles. They're going to go for it. One near too far. Topal with two running backs in the backfield. And we'll get who those are in a second. Topal gets the ball. He's going to follow it. He's going to go around the corner. Touchdown! Rowlett! Eagles. So Paul gets that one. Well, I don't know. Do you get a stat for a couple inches? Uh, yeah, so it counts as one. <laughs> he counts as one. So the Eagles get up on the board at 623 left to go in the first quarter. How about that? Good to see the Eagles get out there quick. So that having been said, we're going to go ahead, wait for the kicker. We'll get that here in just a moment as they are set for that. And see you at the Eagles. Holding the ball for the Eagle is King. And I'll get the number on the kicker in just a moment. There's the kick. It goes up and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles take a 7 to nothing league here in the first quarter. There's a breakout on the football field. That means there's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Oh, there we go. I'm back. <laughs> he ran it back. He might have got it through Bill's uh, microphone there, but uh, the Eagles uh, go ahead and give up 38 yards on the kickoff. Here we go. Ziggler back in shotgun, one near, three far. Ziggler fakes it. Now he's going to take off with it, go to the top on the other side, stop there on their uh, top side by number 40, Xavier Wills, as well as number 10 uh, for the Rowlett Eagles. That was Hines brings up second down. 
Yeah, so far, uh, Boyd has not been able to get uh, any room up the middle of the field. Uh, like I mentioned before, they're trying to focus on it early in the game, so let's see if they continue that. All right, here we go. It's second down. Ziggler with the pass. It's tipped. Almost intercepted in and out of the hands of your Rowlett Eagles number 40. Mark that number 20. Uh, that was Wesley unable to bring it in, and uh, number 40 for your Rowlett Eagles did tip the ball, and that was so that's going to bring up third down and what looks to be about eight yards. That's a long eight, too, uh, Bill. So here come the Broncos. Too far, too near. One in the backfield with Ziggler. Eagles crushing the line. There goes a man in motion. Here come the Eagles on the blitz. It's caught on the other side by the number three. It was green. And on the stop in the backfield, number 24 for your Rowlett Eagles, that was Gale. And that's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, it looks like uh, Boyd was trying to do a delay on uh, the pass, and uh, there was just a free rush by uh, Rowlett, and they were able to uh, cover all uh, all sides of the field. 521 left to go in the first quarter. Yes, I got it in. Fourth down, and they are going to kick it this time. So let's see. Uh, they, you know, there's yellow hankies all over the place as Hall is back for your Rowlett Eagles. We're going to find out what this is. It might be too many men out on the field for the Eagles. That's what it is. And that gives them five yards. There goes the yellow hanky in the air for the Rowlett Eagles. Wait until we get the Facebook Live. Yeah, Bill's got the yellow hanky all set. And, yes, it's a real flag. We got it in here just for him. But five yards, that's not going to change whether or not Boyd's going to kick the ball. They are going to go ahead and kick the ball. It's still fourth down and six with the ball on the 42-yard line. Yeah, this, this could have, it could have been a lot more costly. Uh, luckily, on that last play, they were able to get the loss. Boy, they still look like they got too many men out on the field, but there's the kick, and it's going to go up. Hall's going to have to back up. He caught that one, and it bounces at the 13-yard line, and it's going to be downed at around the uh, – looks like about the – which one is it? 14-yard line? It's going to be on the 15-yard line. 15 it hit on the 13. Line. Beautiful punt, but uh, it did uh, kick back and go back to the 15 before they were able to down it. So the Rowlett Eagles have the lead. It's 7 to nothing. 459 left to go in the first quarter. Good defensive stop there. And again, on that one, Bill, there still looked, there was a lot of people out on the football field, but they were trying to get to the kicker without question, and that was the idea. But a good kick puts and pins the Eagles back on their own 15-yard line. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And what we see so far from this Rowlett team is they, they can move the ball. So, uh it does look like that Amos is still out. So that's where he got shaken up on that last play. He still hasn't come back into the game. And I don't know if he was shaken up or if he's, I mean, didn't getting into the, not getting into the end zone wasn't a good thing. Too far, too near to Paul here on the pass. It's caught at the 13 yard line, taking it down to about the 19 yard line uh, on the other side for Boyd on the tackle was number 11. And that was, at sir, and I'm not sure. Hall, I, it was number six for your Eagles. I, I was Evans. That's it's nice. the Evans show here. Um, so here come the Eagles. Second down and six. Four thirty-five left to go in the first quarter. Ball is on their own 19-yard line. Topal play action gets the ball. Evans with the catch gets around a, a barrier, kind of like a pick out to the 30-yard line as he just went around his defender. Good blocking down the field by your Rowlett Eagles and on the stop on the other side. Number 44. Yeah, that was a great, uh, great block by uh, Trevon King to uh, loosen uh, Evans up and let him get out around the outside there. Madison for the stop for Boyd. I got the pronunciation. Man- Madison. 
Oh, there it is. Matizik. Matizik. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Put down the 10 ball on their own 30-yard line. And not sure who's in the backfield. We'll get who that is in a minute. So, Paul, going to go to the far side. Paul caught. Nice catch there by King. He's put out about at the 40-yard line before he was struck down there by Matthews. Well, that's the first time I've seen uh, Tupal go downfield. And he looked really comfortable and really good as he was able to throw that uh, as, as the receiver was covered pretty well. So, to be able to put that right on the money, it looked pretty good. First down and 10 for the Eagles. They are on their own 41-yard line. Too far, one near, or mark that, too near, one far. And the ball's caught on the far side again. Taking it down as high. This time is King taking it near for midfield before he's brought down on the other side by number 23. It was Jackson. And that that's going to be enough. to. They barely got the first down there. Yeah, well, and when he spun around, he, he, he drove his legs a little bit and was able to pick up a couple more yards there. First down and 10, balls on the 48-yard line of the Broncos. Eagles driving, three far, one near for the Eagles, one in the backfield. Play action to Paul on the slant, over the middle, almost caught there. as It was Hall trying to bring that one in, but there was plenty of coverage down the field. Shaw was right there uh, for the coverage for the Broncos. And a great job by Shaw. Uh, Shaw also, uh, also goes as a running back, as a backup running back. So, great job by the junior. So, here comes... For the Eagles, sent down in 10, 3.26 left to go in the first quarter. One near, three, four, Eagles go ahead. A delayed hand off the middle, breaking the tackles down to the 30, now to the 25, rushing the ball with Expo. And on the stop on the other side, number 23, that was Nate Jackson. And the Eagles up to the line already, Bill, after that big game. Yeah, and great run by Expo as he's a – um, in the backfield right now for Amos and a great showing on his first Rowlett game. One near, three far for the Eagles, one in the backfield to Paul. Play action, going to go to the near side. Ball caught by Hall and he's driven out of bounds. He might get enough for the first down as number two tackles number two, Shaw on the stop. He's going to be a little short of the no, first No, they're going to actually give him the forward progress. Yes, as they a, are. As the receiver was, or the defender was pushed him back a little bit, but uh, he was able to uh, give him the Enough to get the first down. First down and 10. Ball on the 17 yard line of the Broncos. One near three far for the Eagles. One in the backfield. We'll get that here in Jeff's Expo in the backfield. They're going to look over the side to get a play, see if they need to change it. And they are going to change the play. And there is a 11 seconds on the play clock. So plenty of time to get this one set. Snap. Give it. Play action. Expo. Slant in the middle. Ball caught at the two yard line. Touchdown. Rowlett. Eagles. Jerry Evans on the slant. Nice catch. He had to go back and catch that one because the ball was a little behind. Him. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's just a, a nice slant across the middle and a, a pretty good pass by DePaul. And he was able to just to shove a couple of defenders right around the two, three yard line in the end zone. As the Eagles lining up for the extra point. With 2.20 left to go, and it's Reyna here to try to put this one down the, or in the middle of the uprights, and it does go downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles have taken a 14 nothing lead with two minutes and 20 seconds left to go in the first quarter. There's a breakout on the football field. That means there's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll this right is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. 
Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. And we'd like to thank all the new sponsors as they, uh, you know, I, as we've got people contacting us and we went out and reached out into the community and uh, we did exactly what we were going to do for what this was. This was to go ahead and bring the community a and better than ever after this is our sixth season calling Raleigh Eagles football. I'm excited. So here we go. As the well, there's a little delay out on the football field on for the kickoff. I'm not sure why. And I feel like a little kid here. I got we we got these chairs. They're they're very nice, comfortable chairs. The only problem they're a little short. Well, I'm short too, so that don't help. Um, but all right, so the Eagles going to go ahead and get this set. There, it looks like they're getting set for an onside kick or something. But no, Reyna goes ahead, puts it on. Up in the air high It's at the 18 yard line Bringing it up up the middle to the 30 yard line Number 2 on the stop For Rowlett Eagles with number 10 That was Hines A great coverage on that one is, uh, Excuse me, uh, Reyna was able to get that ball high in the air And uh, get those defend, uh, the defenders down field a little bit quicker to, uh, to cover the kick. And I think they want that ball to go about 10 more yards more, though, Bale, for that Well, I kick. think I think they want it to go 10 more yards high. Yeah. It looks like they're kicking their, – their goal is to kick it high and fit in the air. Yeah, and plenty of time to get down the field as we are set. Ziegler, first down and 10, one near three, far four. The Broncos, one in the backfield, waiting on the snap. They hand it off right up the middle, and they know that hole there, Bill, as Novak, number nine for the Broncos, takes it right up the middle. And on the stop for your rally at Eagles number 14, that was Wade as well as number 24. Bill is informing me as well. Here's second down in about what looks to be four. Ziegler hands it off. Ah, ah, the rally at Eagles say, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh Right up the middle on the stop number 40. That was Will. Boy, I think you're scaring people in the booth <laughs> next to us. They're looking at you thinking there's something wrong with this man over here. But uh, he's just getting... Yeah, he's just getting a little. He's just getting a little excited. It's great. We got people in the booths around here. Here comes third down and set at the loss of about three yards line or three yards. It's third down. Ball's on the thirty-two yard line of the Broncos. One near, three far, but one going in jet motion. Going to get on the end. Ziegler back to pass. Half time going deep. They're back for the ball. Eagles knock it down. Big time play. We're going to call Wesley's name all year long. Good as the ball hung up in the air and he was able to make it. Yeah, that was great coverage all the way down the field. He went with them stride and stride to stride. And uh, he was able to open uh, open up and turn around right before they got there. So great defense. Minute, 10 seconds left to go in the first quarter as the Eagles are going to get the ball back because Boyd is going to go ahead and kick it. Look out for – I'm going to tell you we got to look out for a fake here because they don't want to get too far behind here in the first quarter going into the second. So maybe this could be something going on. There's the snap. They are going to lift it out there in the air. It's going to hang, but it's not going to go far. But it bounces and takes a nice little Bronco bounce 
and they're going to down at the 32-yard line on the uh, coverage and down the field stopping the ball was Farmer. So the Eagles are going to start the ball uh, or this drive at their own 36-yard line. Well, mark that. They're going to move it back, and they're going to put it to the 33-yard line. So the Eagles got a little bit to go here, but they have been able to drive the ball down the field with no problems as they started out the game. The turnover early, it should be 21 nothing right now. However, that is not the case. But the Eagles right now have not been able to be stopped by this boy defense. No, you're absolutely not. And I'm actually kind of surprised uh, because uh, uh, that boy, de- boy defense is pretty experienced. They come back with uh, six starters from last year. And plus they play the uh, Allen Eagles on a regular basis. There is the jet sweep getting in the hands of Evans. He's just trying to dance around to find the little daylight. He's going to get two yards. The ball might be down on the ground or what's going up, Bill? Bill no, I'm just, hands up. <laughs> I do my hands up because I can't give you a number on who tackled him because I think there was nine guys that had to bring him down. Sonny actually saw number 45. It was Kursky on the stop. It's not very often the Eagle Eye gets that more, but I got that one. But we'll see what ends up happening. Here comes second count. 32 seconds left to go in the first quarter for the Eagles. It is one, two near, too far, one the backfield. Play action. Ball to the far side. Hall had to, actually, that was number six. Or, no, it was. It was Hall. Um, had to go to the ground. It was a little bit behind them, um, and that brings up third down of about five, and that's going to do it for the first quarter. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, it'll, oh, no, they're going to do one more play. They're not going to be able to get it off. It, uh, uh, they, I don't think they were trying. I don't think they uh, saw the time on the clock. They were trying to get it in. Yeah, they were. All right, so that's going to do it. We're going to, for the first quarter, Eagles have a 14 nothing lead. And we'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Dave Watson and Baggy's Web Solution. For those that are in need of a website, make sure you come in contact with Dave as he will take a look at your needs, find out what is most important to you, and generate a great idea for your needs. Make sure you take the time to come in contact with Dave Watson. That's 855-932-4747, extension 101. Maggie's Web Solutions. Simple, local, perfect. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, our mission is to spread the art of Taekwondo to everyone who's willing to learn with an open mind and train with enthusiasm. Our goal is to instill you a healthy lifestyle with a disciplined mind and body. At our school, we strive to provide a professional, warm, welcoming, and educational environment for all, and you will learn and advance at your own pace. That's at Ching Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychinglees.com. Back at McKinney ISD Stadium, Sonny Clark along with the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna. Here comes the third down five. Lots of time passed down the field. Incomplete or was it caught? Waiting for the call incomplete as the ball was thrown down to around the 45-yard line. And I'm not even sure what even happened uh, out on the football field. It's like uh, uh, Romero lost his helmet. Yeah, it looks like uh, Rowlett's going to go for it uh, here on fourth and five. So. 
And they looks like they're doing uh, just doing an exchange on the, the offensive line, but they're going to go for it here. Yeah, it is. Three near one. One back for Boyd, dares to step back. This is a high snap over Topal's head. Topal's going to have to get the ball, and he gets down on it. And uh, Boyd has the best field position of the game at the Rowlett 15-yard line. That ended up happening yeah, the first was, game of the season. That was just a snap that went over overhead, uh, um, and uh, all uh, Topal could do was just fall on it. He had the opportunity. He probably could have picked it up, but he was more worried about maybe fumbling it uh, at that point. So he just fell on top. Of You're it. right, and he had his back uh, to uh, the, all, all the defenders, so he couldn't see if anybody was right behind him. He did have about ten yards on everybody, but uh, he, he just uh, more uh, uh, easily just to fall on the ball. All right, so here come the Broncos. Best field position of the night. First down and ten. 15-yard line. Ziggler back in the backfield. Two near, one far. Ziggler up middle, and he is met right away, and maybe, maybe a gain of one, maybe two on the other side for your Rowlett Eagles was Dunlap. He changed his number. Brings up second down and eight. Not much there. They're quick to the line just like the Eagles were. Two near, one far for the Broncos. One in the back with Ziggler. They got a tight end with a yard back. They're going to follow it and dry up the middle. And trying to get around on the other side is Nixon. And he has stopped at 11-yard line. Looks like everybody on the offensive line, our defensive line was there, led by number 24, Gale, and on the other side. Well, quite a collision by uh, Nixon and uh, uh, Hines. They're right at the line of scrimmage. And, uh, uh, able to uh, Hines was able to hold him up until he gets some other defense to bring him down, but it was quite a qu- collision there. And Frank's helped wrap it up as well. Frank's number 15 on the defensive line, messing with my mind. Junior one far, as that number is normally not there, one in the backfield. They do hand it up the middle, and they're just, look at that, pushing it right up the middle. Is That is Sean McClure, by the way, number five, and on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles on the other side. Um, mark that. I was incorrect. Number five is Nixon. And I'm going to stop for you around the Eagles. What was that number again, Bill? Because I moved away. Number 14 for the Eagles. It was Wade. And it looks like they're just going to go run that ball, smash mouth football right up the middle every play. First down and goal from the three-yard line are the Broncos. There's a man in motion. And Ziggler's going to take and follow the hole. Gets in for the touchdown for the Broncos. And that was just a big hole. And that was probably going to happen after the turnover. I had a feeling we would see them get in there. But that is a confidence for this football team. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Four plays on that drive, and all four of them were just uh, uh, run right up the A-gap. So uh, they saw something there that uh, was worked for them, and that did. So they bring on their kicking unit. We'll get those numbers here in just a moment as uh, the Broncos in the middle is good. So the Broncos get up on the board. There's a yellow hanky out on the football field. Thank you, Bill. Um, So we'll wait and see what that hanky is about. Um, I thought I saw the Eagles jump. I don't know if the Eagles, I seen that as well. So let's see what they call. Holding on. Holding. They're going to have to re-kick that one. Yes, you are. They're going to push them back 10 yards and have them re-kick. Yes. And that, and that makes the extra point very interesting because that 10 yards makes a big difference. So we'll see what ends up happening here. Eagles have the 14-6 lead pending this kick. So they move the ball. They're going to set the ball down the 17-yard line. So this is a 27-yard field goal, actually, in reality. Now, though, look at them back them up there, Bill. 
Yeah, it's a 10-yard penalty. 10-yard so penalty. Back 13. Yeah, so they're going to kick it. It's a 30-yard field goal in reality for an extra point. So let's see how this one works out as the Broncos waiting on the snap. There it is. Snap up, kick up, and that is good. No problem right down the middle. So it's 14-7, to 10.05 left to go here in this second quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. This is the 7 o'clock radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend, Michael Smith, of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation. Restoring the calm after the storm. Lots of new sponsors here on the Couch Potato Sports Show with our coverage of the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. like to welcome aboard uh, Lone Star State uh, Mitigation along with Baggies as well as Budget Blinds um, and Lucy Massey. Those that don't know Lucy Massey, you'll love Lucy Massey. She is great. Lots of new sponsors. Thank you for that sponsorship. Thank you for helping us bring Rowlett Eagles varsity football to the city of Rowlett. We have not missed a game in our six years that we have been doing it. And uh, we've had a ball. Yeah. I've unfortunately missed a couple playoff games uh, in the the six years, but other than that, it's it's been great. All right. Here's the kickoff and it's going to be handled at the five yard line. And they do that in the round handoff and taking it down to the 20, breaking down to the 30, now to the Uh, 40. He might. Go all the way, yellow, hanky out, and Bill says, uh-uh, ain't happening. Nice kickoff return there. No, it's, it it's, it's going to be a touchdown. There was a block in the back that was not called. So, uh, you know, it, uh, obviously we're Rowlett uh, fans here, but we call it when we see it. Touchdown, <laughs> Rowlett Eagles, and it was. And you, Bill saw the, the block in the back, so I he, he said, no, no, no. So I didn't do it. So the Eagles up on the board, 20 to 7, 949 left to go in the second quarter. I ain't even getting the quarters right. This is this is not bad for a first time for I know, us for a first game of the season. I will say right. this. We'll explain that here in just a moment as well. So uh, we're all set for the extra point, and the kick is up. Rana puts it downtown for the Raleigh Eagles. So the Eagles go up 21 to 7 here uh, in this second quarter. Breakout on the football field. Means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. Bonanza. Reap a Bonanza with a free home, auto, or business insurance quote from Costco Insurance. Bundle your home and auto insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance at the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road. Or visit us on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? We are back here on the Couch Sports Show. As we are ready to go here, 9.49 of the second quarter, as the Eagles are having a very successful first uh, game of the season. So we'll see how they're, they're handling this. Good. And 
and we'll call in and make sure everything is good. So, the East is all set. On your internet radio dial, start this quarter out here. How we're doing? See what's going on. Waiting on the wait for the officials. I got. We got some music in the background. We'll take care of that here in just a moment as well. Because what Sonny did was a mistake, so we got to put it out there. Sonny, that was yeah, terrible. Crazy knucklehead and terrible. That was terrible. That was terrible. We had music in the background. That's all right. We, we're learning. It's the first game we're allowed to make those mistakes. In the second game, as the Eagles are going and taking on. Yeah, awful. Thank you, Todd. Uh, by the way, I'll talk about that in just a moment. Eagles kick the ball off, and it takes a uh, bounce, and the Eagles had to get up on top of it, and the Eagles get the ball, and the reason why, ball hit the ground, and the Mustangs not touch the ball, and the Eagles got up on top of it. Guess what? It's Eagle ball, Bill. Yeah, and absolutely. It's a great uh, uh, spot where they put the ball, and it was right on the sideline. Uh, the, re- the receiver just come up and get it quick enough, and uh, Rowlett was down there to get it. Sean McClure. Once again, is one of those uh, kickoffs that was high up in the air, and uh, it found a little pocket right there where nobody was at. It bounced backwards, and McClure covered the ball, so the Eagles have the ball again with the 21-7 lead, 9:49 in this second quarter. As the Eagles get the ball on the turnover, that is a way to do it. Uh, Eagles starting off here really good here, 21-7, to 949 left to go. Let's see what the Eagles draw up too far, too near. Man in motion. They go ahead, play action, give it in. Amos back in the end, breaks the middle, 10-10, to 10, to the 5, touchdown! Rally! Eagles, how about that? Amos having a good night here. Tonight. Well, and uh, Amos finally got back in the game. And one thing we did notice is he kept those legs turning all the way until he was five yards into the touch, into the end zone. And there we go. So, yeah, we got to find out who did that kickoff. And just letting you know, Todd is in the hospital. He's listening to us. Todd Mint, who listens to our show oh, a lot, he's in the hospital listening to the game. We'll see if we can get find out who ran that one back off. And the goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles have a 28-7 to lead here as the Eagles are handling it very well. There's a breakout on the football field. Of course, we'll do the same thing. We'll do the break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Listen to coverage of the 2018 Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. We will be right back. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. 
Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. Back at McKinney ISD Stadium in McKinney, Texas, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. 28 to 7, 941 left to go in the second half. But let's see what happens here on the kickoff. We'll find out who ran that one back for the kickoff return. I think I know who it was, but I want to make sure it was right. And we'll look at that at halftime. Kick the kickoff return. There's that kick up in the air, and there's that back rotation. It's fielded at the 20, caught in the air, coming to 25 to 30 before a big pop. Number 41 on the stop, Duvall, and he just planted him out there on the football. Great job by uh, Duvall. Just wrapped up. Uh, uh, fundamentals is what he was taught. That's the way he wrapped up. And that was a great play. So the defense now. Are right, trying to try to stop them. 70 yards from pay dirt for the Broncos. They move forward. So we'll see what happens here. And we back waiting on that. Two near, one far. Oh, he's wrapped up there. I know four of your red eagles on the stop. That was Gale, also number 60, guys. In there as well, and that was Tito. Oh, I forgot. The, I I knew I forgot someone. I feel so bad. Commercial up here at the, I forgot one. I, is this nap time for me? I don't know how I miss my friend Butch Wesson. We'll get him out there in a second. Here comes three near one far. Ziegler get a big time rush. He breaks now to the forty. Now the midfield uh, fifty. Now to the forty out of bounds at the five yard line. He just outran Tito a little bit more athletic. You know, in reality, Z, uh, dude couldn't catch up to him. Big time run there by Ziggler. Yeah, you're absolutely right. As he was able just to get that loose and get down the sideline uh, before number 20, Wesley could knock him out. And we are all set. Um, here comes the uh, the Broncos, one near three far. And I got to stop looking at these the notifications going off. Here we go, man in motion. Sweet Ziggler up the middle, trying to find that big hole. He didn't get it this time as he met quite a few rally levels. A gain of about four on that rush there. It's going to bring up second down in about seven is what the book says. And it is. It's nice to see that big old, the big old thing. I could look over there sometimes in case I can't see it. The eagle eye doing his thing. He is awesome. He makes this broadcast ten times better. With I'm glad he is here. Here we go. Second down and seven. Eight twenty-six left to go in the second quarter. One near three for Ziegler and the Broncos. Ball is on the thirty-two yard line of the Eagles and Mark and taken up the middle right there on the other side. It was uh, Nixon and on the stop Tito. Tito, big time. We're gonna call his name a lot too. Yeah, you're the guy right in the middle off the nose. You're absolutely right. And last year was his uh, coming out party, and uh, he's really gonna make a name for himself this year. 
One thing, I'll talk about that in just a moment. Here it comes. Third down and fourth. Big time play for the Broncos. They need this first down. The Eagles tightening the belt on the defensive side. Near three far. Nobody in the backfield. I thought it was a false start. Ziggler's going to have to take off, and he's going to be tackled, and he throws the ball as he was on the ground. Who was that on that tackle? And I'm waiting for him to turn around number 24 for your Rowlett Eagles. That was Gale and number 92, and that was Lyatt. Well, and uh, it looks like the uh, Ziegler tried to throw the ball away, but it looked like he was down before then. So, uh, and then one of the the side officials actually called the penalty for potential grounding. Yes, I think that's um, what's going to be. Oh no, they didn't call it. I thought they were going to call it. They did not. No, no. Uh, him and the head official they talked about it, and and he was definitely down before he threw that ball. Definitely. So, so uh, they were going to call it an incomplete pass, um, or actually though. Uh, is a sack, but it's going to bring a fourth and eight. Yep, and they restarted the play, uh, play clock, uh, set it back up to 25. Fourth down and eight. Ball's on the 33-yard line. They've got to get to the 25-yard line of the Eagles. Ziggler gets the mad rush. He breaks away, throws the ball up in the air. Ball caught at the five-yard line, waiting for the call. He's down at the half-inch yard as well. And a great play there by Ziggler, giving away from the rush and recognizing where his receiver was. You're absolutely right. Uh, he, he got blitzed on the on the side there and was able to get to uh, uh, and open up and be able to get that ball down the field. So great, great pass on the run, and it was able to get us here around the five-yard line. By the way, the McKinney uh, uh, lady bringing us water. These these folks here are great. Want to give them a shout-out. That is awesome. Thank you very much. Here comes first down and goal from the one-yard line. Ziegler dives in for the touchdown, and it gets them into the end zone. 28 to 13 pending this extra point, but that was a big time play. That, that was that a confidence. Boost. That was a huge play. Oh, you know, fourth and eight and nothing working. They had gone up the middle probably eight, nine times in a row. And then to be able just to, uh, uh, break out of that. And, uh, uh, you know, at first that play looked like it was going to be for a sack, but he was able to break away, step up in the pocket, and be able to get that ball downfield. Yeah, the Eagles were all over him by the sh- uh, by the strings of his shoes, and the kick is up, and it is good. So the Broncos, with 6.33 left on the second quarter, they get halfway. There's a workout on the football field. That means there's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to the coverage of the 2018, 18, yes, at Eagles varsity football team. We'll take that quick break. We'll be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is amazing people serving amazing drinks amazingly fast. And their specialty, the Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooter's Coffee, located in Rowland. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. 
Alright, short kick was called a, uh, I guess just called a catch at the 20 yard line. Um, not sure, was, was that number two? Was that Hall out there? Or, yeah, Hall on the, and it was Hall that ran back the touchdown just to let you know they're tied, which by the way, in the hospital, listening to the Couch Potato Sports Show, day hey, one. Person, I'm glad you're listening to us, but Definitely. Thank you. For, uh, there goes some of the lights went out here. Hey, it's first night. No, it's actually not the lights. What was it? It's actually those, those side uh, electronic uh, oh. banners. You know how you see banners around AT&T Stadium? Yes, that changed the blue. <laughs> they change colors here. Uh, something you don't see in a high school. You got side banners along the along the um, the seating areas. Nice area. You check my Facebook page. You can see it. I did a panorama. Here comes first down for the handing it off. And not going to get much. In fact, they might have lost a yard there as Amos couldn't get around anywhere uh, out there. So it is going to be what was that? Number 45 on the stop on the other side. That was uh, Kirksley. And it brings up second down and 11 after the loss of one. Six left in the second quarter. For those that are listening, they're popping in and out as well. I appreciate that. Here we go. So it's second down and 11 to Paul in the backfield. It's Amos. Three near. One far for the Eagles. Play action to Paul. Looking downfield. He's going to get rushed. He's going to be sacked at the 20-yard line. And on the stop again, that was, how about Kirksley? Two big plays there for the Broncos. Yeah, absolutely. Great uh, penetration by Kirksley to get in the backfield. And uh, uh, Paul tried to step up in the pocket, but uh, Kirksley was able to wrap him up. So also got to give uh, kudos out to that uh, secondary as they uh, shut down those receivers. So that brings up third down and 15. 5.38 left to go here in the second quarter. Three near one far for the Eagles. And they're going to look to the side, get a play, and they are going to change the play. So to Paul, big six senior for the Eagles, handling the dudes. Back to pass. He's going to be flush, and he's going to be set. And back at the, looks like the 16-yard line, and on the stop there was Mastic for the uh, Broncos. Eagles are going to have to punt the ball. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, it looks like they're going to do their uh, try this again, where they ha- bring their quarterback back and uh, and punt the ball. And they're trying to get guys off the field. If they would have snapped the ball a little earlier, they could have got him with an extra player. So Paul goes ahead, gets a nice kick. Wow. It's going to hit the ground. It's going to take off. It's down to the thirty. Now down to the twenty, and it's going to rest right there at the eighteen yard line. Bill. I, you got to do the math really quick. That was 60, a nice 64-yard punt with no return. Right there. And when it was kicked, we knew it was going to roll. Had the forward motion on the ball. It was low, and it took off like a dart off of his foot. Well, and it wasn't one of those real high kicks. It was long. It wasn't in the air, but it wasn't high. So as soon as it hit the ground, then, it, yeah, you're absolutely right. It just got it had a great roll to it instead of kicking back. Boy, back at their own 18-yard line after the big-time kick. And 4.43 left to go in the second quarter for the Eagles' defense to try to stop Boyd. First down and 10. Ball's on the Boyd 18-yard line. Nobody near. Four far. One in the backfield. Handing it off. Nope. Ziegler keeps it. He's finding the hole. Dancing around. Breaking tackles. Brindley brought down by number 24, for your Red Eagles, that was Hunt. Uh, but Hunt kind of 
made the initial stop, and he had his friends help him out. Yeah, and it was a great run by Ziegler as he was able to pick up nine yards on that. And, and uh, once again, go right up the middle and, and uh, find those holes. And, and that's one thing. I think they're looking to see if they can get that middle to break. And that's what happened last year, running up the middle, breaking tackles to see if they can get it. Handoff, trying to go around the far side on the other side. Therefore, the uh, – the Broncos is Coleman. Coleman's going to get the first down, and then the stop on the for the Rowlett Eagles number eight. That was Ineth Henderson. So first down and ten. Balls on the thirty-three yard line of the Broncos. Broncos trying to drive, trying to get into the end zone. Four or five left to go in the first half. One near three, far for the Broncos. They hand it off. No, Ziegler finally just took it out of the hands of the running back. Yellow hankies everywhere, as well as Bill in the in the booth. What is the call out Look there? Looks like we're going to get a block in the back as Ziegler was coming around the side here. Three out in the field and one in the booth. I got to get that. You got to get that thing a little bit higher. If so. you come out to a, to a Rowlett game, make sure and look up in the booth, and yes. you'll see if there's a flag. Not even beat the officials sometimes. <laughs> and it's in the air. And he even has a red challenge flag as well. Yeah, unfortunately, so. there's no challenging in uh, high school football, but we will. Yeah, but we'll challenge it. Exactly. All right, so first down and 10. Oh, no, that's after the the block in the back. That's a big-time penalty there for them too, Bill. That's going to take the ball all the way back to the 22-yard line, 23-yard line. Yeah, you're absolutely right. When you're uh, struggling on offense, uh to get uh, big yards, to, to drop back uh, 10 yards and be first and 20, definitely put in a hole. First and 20 on their 23-yard line are the Broncos. One near, three far, one backfield. Now they're switching sides, number 44 on the other side. We'll get that here. That was Mitchell. There's the snap. And now they go off to the left-hand side as they hand the ball off, didn't they, Bill? Yep, hand the ball off because it happened so quick, I didn't catch it. It was gone. And on the stop on the other side was number eight, for your Rowlett Eagles, this is the time we called his name Henderson. Yeah, and you got to, on uh, on Boyd. You have uh, Matt uh, Matizik actually playing both sides of the ball. Here we go, three there, and balls tipped at the uh, point of ball being thrown. And if it didn't get tipped, number twenty-one, Rob, mark that twenty-one Canyon would have been there, and number eighty for your Rowlett Eagles. That was Dunlap on the uh, got tip. a big old paw on there. Yep, they got. Brings up third down and 14. Ball at the Broncos 29 yard line. Eagles trying to tighten the belt defensively. One near three far. And Ziegler is in the backfield. He's back to pass. Looking to that near side. He gets it out of the backfield and pushing out of bounds is Shaw. And on the stop for your Raleigh Eagles number 24, Xavier Gale. Well, I think Raleigh was comfortable to give that underneath. Uh... Uh, that underneath pass, as long as they can keep him to a short gain and bring out that punting team. Yep, brings up fourth down and seven, 307 the first half. Eagles got an opportunity, plenty of time to put another seven up on the board. Now, the Broncos get the ball back when they come in after halftime. So just to keep that in mind as well. Uh, halftime, we got the mayor on. So listen to that. There's the kick, and it's a high one backing up. Getting the ball around. Look at that. Great play there by Hole to get around the corner. He takes it to the 45. Now to midfield, just breaking everybody. Running now back to the 45-yard line. As he danced around a little bit to try to make the big plays. And on the other side for the Broncos on the stop, number 12, 
That was, uh, how do you say that one? Jared Fellin. Thank you, Pellin. H is silent. <laughs> H is silent, Pellin on the stop. Well, and a great, uh, great job by the kicker. That, that ball actually skipped uh, till it got to him to, uh, to kick that ball. So great job and concentration by the kicker. So here we go. First down and 10 for the Eagles. Ball on their own 46-yard line. Only four yards away from midfield. Two here. Far to the right. Eagles, one in the backfield. That's Amos. So Paul waiting on the snap. Goes ahead. Delay. Nope. Pass. Nice catch. Midfield. Down to the 42-yard line. Nice catch there by King. We're going to call his name a lot. He's making some big-time plays. And on the stop on the other side is Shaw. Yeah, and a great job just to get that ball out and uh, get it over to King. And uh, he, he did take quite a hit from number two, Shaw. So that brings up first down 10. Ball is on the 43-yard line of the Broncos. To Paul, back to pass. No, he goes ahead right up the middle. Down to the 30. Now to the 30, trying to dance around to the 26-yard line before he's brought down again by Shaw. Shaw making some plays. Yeah, and I think that was a designed uh, run. He uh, Paul got the ball, stepped, took two steps back, and then uh, hesitated, and then took off the run. So I think that was designed. First down and 10, 27-yard line of the Broncos, Eagles driving. Three near, one far. One the backfield is Amos. Amos is going to go to his right, waiting for the snap. It's still Paul going to that near side. Paul caught, and it was snuffed out immediately there. It says made the, st- uh, made the catch on the stop, number 28 on the other side. That was uh, Carroll as well as number 14 on the stop, too, thanks to the eagle eye. Well, and, Not, the, and that ball just floated out there, yeah. and so he had to work that ball to get there, and the uh, defense was able to converge on that and uh, hold him to a loss. Got to put a little zip on that one as they go. So one near three far, second down and 12. Lost two on that one because it stayed up in the air so long. So Paul with the ball, was with the option, found the hole, pushed it up to the 22-yard line, gain of about six or seven, and the stop on the other side was Kirksey. Well, once again, it was an option, and great job by DePaul to keep that ball as, as the defense is starting to lean towards Amos as he's had a great uh, first half here so far. 127 left to Eagles driving. Third down and five, ball on the 22-yard line of the Broncos. Two are going to be in the backfield with Topal, one near too far for the Eagles. So the Eagles looking for that option of what way are they going to go. I think they're going to go to the far side if you're sitting in the stands. So they're going to look over their time on the football field. So with the timeout on the football field, that means a timeout here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to the coverage of the 2018 Raleigh at Eagles Varsity Football Team. We will. This is Sunday Clark, Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. Back at McKinney ISD Stadium, Sonny Clark with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, two-time champion at that he is, being a coach as well as a statistician, good, jo- good job. Lots of 
flying to Carolina and other states as well. <laughs> Gets that free flight. There you go. <laughs> Here we go. Third down five. Now one oh two left to go. First half. So Paul gets the snap, play action. Now he's got all the room in the world. Throws the bullet to the five-yard line and is caught. Nice play there to Paul. He, when he rolled Bill, he had all the time in the world to get to Evans. Yeah, first and goal. Ball snapped on the ground, picked up by Topal. Amos. Amos gets in. Touchdown, but a holding. There's the yellow hanky from the eagle eye. Bill Cerner was holding. I did see it myself. So that will definitely need to stop the time uh, going on there. And on the other side, on the stop, number 70 for the Raleigh Eagles was the one holding. That was Patel. But that's going to bring up first down and uh, goal from the 14-yard line now. Uh, this is Patel's first uh, home game, or uh, excuse me, varsity game. So, uh, so far looking great, you know, just uh, held a little bit there. So, let's see if uh, uh, they can get it in here in the last 47 seconds. 47 seconds, like Bill said. Left to go in the first half. First down and goal from the 14-yard line of the Broncos. Eagles looking over to the side, waiting for Coach Stevens to give him the play. See if there's going to be a change. There is a change too far. One knee or two in the backfield for the Eagles. That has been very popular set for the Eagles. To Paul, back to pass, has time, throws the bullet, caught at the 10-yard line, but going out of bounds for you, Raleigh Eagles as whole. And on the coverage there, uh, number two as well, Shaw. We're going to Shaw's going to be uh, big time in the second half of this game. Well, and for great, the and great job by the offensive line and also uh, uh, Amos in the backfield as a. Uh, Boyd tried to come and uh, bring a rush from both both sides of the outside, and uh, they were able to pick that up. Second down and goal from the nine. Forty-one seconds left to go here in the first half. As two near, one far. Back to pass. Waiting for the. He was looking for the slant. Instead, he takes off. So Paul, man, big time hit at the five yard line. Turn around, number twenty-three with the pop. Uh, he had a little help from his friend, but Nate Jackson made to Paul earn that one. Yeah, we're looking for, I'm looking for the timeout too. 23 seconds left to go. Third down and goal from the five yard line and there's the timeout. So there is a timeout on the football field. So a breakout on the football field means there a break here on the couch. So you're listening to the coverage of your Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. We will be right back after I get back on it right there. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. My good buddy, General Contractors. Love him. Good guy. He's been with us forever. How is Butch? I have not seen him or talked to him in a while. Yeah. Airballs were the last time you've probably seen him. He's good. His wife's doing better. She's out of the hospital. Hi, Kelly. Hopefully you're doing well as we're thinking uh, that listen to us. And um, 
they, they, they say they like the fact they can listen to it on archive as well in case they get the game and actually listen to it. Here we go. Third down and five, 23 seconds left to go. And third down and goal from the five. So back in the backfield. Not put up the corner. Touchdown. Oh, out of bounds. Ball was there. Yellow. And we want the red flag. And here comes the replay. That's hopefully the replay up. I thought he got one. And that's all you need in high school is one, right, that's Bill? That's correct. That's correct. I thought, I thought, I thought he, he got, got one, one down. Too. Yeah. So, no, no replay. That's okay. Third, fourth down goal from the five yard line. They bring up Rana. Rana's going to kick the extra, extra point in reality, but he's going to get three. It's from the area of that uh, extra point. I think it was number 14 that got a big bear on that one. Dotson. So the Eagles do not convert. And it went off the right side. Yeah, I think it was doesn't look like, like, yep, it doesn't look like it's a bitch. Did you want to take a show there? <laughs> I didn't. I Replay of the catch. Yeah, I want to show the replay of the of, of the extra point. point. <laughs> now that being said, make extra point puts it down. Rule twenty yard line. I guess now. So there you go. Uh, miss field goal. Yeah, if the ball go is inside, and they'll take it out to twenty. Some mess of that. Fifteen seconds. So that means we're going to go into halftime now, folks. That the 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 home team gets the option. They can take halftime up to 28 minutes. Uh, a lot of teams do 26, but since this is the first week, I bet they do hold 28. We went ahead and set halftime for 28 minutes. We're going to go into halftime. We're going to talk a little bit about the Rowlett Eagles, but also hear from the side and what they're going to do. Listen in on that. I enjoyed the interview with the you can listen to the whole interview on On the Air with Sonny Clark, IRA, uh, a show that I put together for the community right there in Rowlett. Also had on um, the Andrews Byers, who is running for House District number 113. We in the halftime. We got the mix, but you can go listen to it on my page and on all the Rowlett pages on the air with Sonny Clark. We'll be back after halftime. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. 
Jerrybullettraining.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet Team definitely has the knowledge and mindset to take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer fields. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costoinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychanglees.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is halftime of your Rowlett Eagles as they have taken the trip over to McKinney to take on the Boyd Broncos, the McKinney Boyd Broncos. And I've been actually advertising this as Mustangs. Don't ask me where I got it. <laughs> but um, uh, every year I'd like uh, on my first broadcast uh, here at the halftime show, uh, take a, a moment to talk about a person that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, it goes back to you know a time when I moved here. Um, after I moved here, I wasn't able to do what I like doing, which was calling sports. A new guy in the uh, new area uh, just wasn't able to do it. 
Um, and what had happened was I started writing for a very small publication, um, and I was covering the Texas legend, that being the D-League of the Dallas Mavericks right over there in Frisco. And when I went there, I met a gentleman by the name of Willie Martin. And Willie is a very important part of my life because when I met him there, um, we just did the background a little bit and, uh, you know, him as far as, as what he did over in New York and what I did uh, over in Arizona. And I told him, you know, just kind of missed calling sports. He said, there's an opportunity over with the Allen Wranglers. And that was the year that Terrell Owens came and played indoor football for uh, about half or three quarters of a season. And uh, so I went over with uh, Willie's encouragement because I didn't think I would, anybody would take me seriously. I, I mean, I wasn't known here. He said, go over there. You, you'll love it. And he said, I bet you you get the job. Sure enough, I did end up getting the job, and I was calling the uh, Allen Wrangler uh, football, indoor football team over in Allen, and um, then they turned into the Texas Revolution, and I did that for a long time, but I was back in the sports, and then, you know, after I did the Texas Revolution, then we got started doing other things, and it came to Rowlett Eagles basketball, and then right into football. This is our sixth season of covering Rowlett Eagles football and our seventh season covering basketball and it would not have been without my good friend Willie Martin who had passed away about three years ago and I always want to start out my first year uh, or my first show our first game uh, remembering a man who is very important in my life and getting me back into sports what I do I mean we do our sports show we do uh, play by play for the Raleigh Eagles we yeah, did indoor football I am now in the front office of uh, champion indoor football so he helped me pursue my goals and what I wanted to do within sports and it wouldn't have been without Willie Martin and I wanted to take a couple of minutes to let people know about how important he is as I moved to moved here from Arizona knew absolutely nobody and this man encouraged me to continue what I love to do which was do sports and um, I wouldn't be anywhere I wouldn't be here maybe I may be doing sports but I wouldn't be doing it on this level without uh, his help and without his encouragement, without him saying, hey, step up, go do it. You'll, you'll do a good job. So um, I wanted to get that out there on my first show. Willie Martin, a very important part of my life. Um, as he did some broadcasting right here in Dallas with at, with the Fishbowl and a couple other places as well. Uh, good man and um, wanted to take this time and this you know, the few minutes here that we have in the halftime show to recognize a man that is very near and dear to my heart. And just thinking about the fact that he is not here just really rips me up uh, because he should be sitting here with me. Not no offense against the eagle eye, uh, but he should be next to me yeah, and talking uh, or if not doing the play by play or color commentary, just encouraging me. And I, I miss the man a lot and I love him. And this one was for you, Willie. I appreciate Appreciate your influence in my life. So we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, I'm gonna bring in the mayor. I had an interview with the mayor on our sister show. It's called On the Air with Sunny Clark that we're doing about once a month for things that are happening in Rowlett. And uh, I had the opportunity to talk to the mayor. And one of the biggest issues in the city of Rowlett has got to be, without question, the um, 
Bayside situation. So we asked her about that on, on the year with Sonny Clark. So I thought I'd bring you a little bit of the mayor since it is our first show. Uh, and the second shows will be bringing probably more sports you know, as far as that's concerned within our halftime. So wanted to get that out there here. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll hear from the mayor on your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Do you need a website but not sure where to start? Baggies will listen to your needs, find out what's important to you, and provide a game plan to help you and your business succeed. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Raleigh Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Why should you choose Baggies Web Solution? We believe in giving our client the ultimate in flexibility. We only use the industry standard software, providing you with almost limitless options when configuring your website and email. Want to use WordPress? No problem. Want to use Google Apps for email? No problem. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend, Michael Smith, of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation, restoring the calm after the storm. Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. 
Built in 2004, this Midwestern family boasts strong foundations with sunny interiors. Plus, two twin-sized girls, one fixer-upper son, and one built-in bloodhound. Also comes attached with walk-in in-laws, located just around the corner. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. And welcome back to On the Air with Sonny Clark. It is the reboot. As you all remember, we jumped online um, when the tornadoes came on. We were on for a little bit. Sonny got really busy, but there have been a lot of issues in the uh, city. So, you know, we went ahead and brought in a person that probably knows the most about what's going on in the city and some of the issues that we're going to attack here uh, a little bit. I got the mayor of Rowlett. It is uh, Tammy Dana Bastion. How are you doing, Tammy? Oh, I'm doing great, Sonny. Thank you so much for having me. I went back and I watched the video with the Bayside representative, the new developer, and some of the things, and and the, the changes. Was this something they proposed? Is this worth saying this is what we're going to do, this is how we're going to do it, without the proper notification to the city? So th- there's a long answer to that, and if you would just you know, let me get into a little bit of that detail. So sure. the, the – um, you know, this is a true public-private partnership between uh, the city and Bayside Development. And we have been working with them for several years. And the, the um, investment group, the ownership group, hasn't changed. That is the same group that has been in place all along. What changed was the lead developer, the person that's actually putting together the plan and then ultimately implementing the plan. So we have an agreed-upon plan. We have an agreed-upon plan with Bayside Development. That was the plan that everybody sees. That's the plan that has the Crystal Lagoon. That's the plan that has the show fountain. That's the plan um, that has, you know, received, you know, incredible accolades and regional and actually national acclaim for where we were going with this development. And so I think that that point is very, very important. And it's hard when people hear sound bites. We're all very busy. Everybody's very busy. And it's important to know that that was the developer's plan that was brought to the city and said, let's partner in this together and let's do a true public-private partnership and let's put Rowlett on the map. So there is absolutely a commitment from the city of Rowlett 
in regards to that original plan. We participated in development of it, but it was the developer's plan. We believe in the original plan. There's a lot of research, a lot of work was done with that original plan, and we were all going down the path to implement that plan. So I just want to make sure that that's not lost in all of this. It's not about that was a city plan and now we have a developer plan. That was a joint plan between the city and the developer. And they came to um, us with those ideas as far as the fountains, the trolleys, and, the, and, and they're the one that brought those ideas to our attention more so than this is this, as the city going to them and saying this is what we want, correct? That is correct. That is correct. Yeah, I mean, we've so, been working. And, and you know, we've been. One we've, of the things that I found that was interesting about the whole thing, and then, and then I'll let you continue from where you are. I just wanted to get clarification: is we weren't the one that came up with the idea; they're the ones that that presented it and w- that basically bought into the idea and and committed to it. I mean, the yep. the the public portion of this public-private partnership is based on the original concept, and and let's let's be realistic about this. This is a billion-dollar development. Things change over time. Nobody expected that the original plan was going to be exactly what happens down the road. But you also can't gut the plan. And taking out the Crystal Lagoon and taking out the show fountain and making the revisions that were made, in, in in our opinion, is gutting the original plan. And we're not in agreement with the, re- with the proposed revision. We are absolutely, and I think you heard that loud and clear, and I think we've been very clear yep. in our communications, that we are not in agreement with their new proposed plan. So what's the next step after that, Tammy? I mean, obviously, you got two sides where you got two different opinions, and I think, um, obviously, like you said, you were committed. You bought the land. You bought the. You bought into the idea. You you uh, put us or the city has put us as far as residents, knowing exactly what would end up happening. Is and I and I made mention of this before to a lot of people. Us as a local community are going to have to support this for a couple of years before it does get noticed. So the the things that were brought to us and the things that were agreed upon. Now, since you both are not in agreement on what's going on now with the new proposal coming from the new developer, I know you guys went into behind-the-door meetings and things of this, that sort. Uh, describe a little bit about the procedure, about those meetings, and then where do we go from there? Well, um, certainly, you know, when – when we have contractual arrangements and we have to talk about the legalities of contracts and we have to get advice from our attorney, those are when we have to go behind closed doors. And, um, you know, we are, we are obligated to make sure that when action is taken as a result of those types of consultation with our attorney, that we then disclose that. And we are not in a position at this point in time to take a specific action. And we came out of that last executive session. I made a statement. Um, I think it was, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning, 1.30 in the morning, something like that. I remember and, it popping up. I was awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, that statement is still what holds today, and that is that we have asked for additional information from the developer to, um, quite frankly, support their assertions 
and we are trying to figure out if there is even a way that we can collaborate with this developer, and we have not determined that yet. So is there a timetable on that uh, as far as what, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always made mention when government gets involved, it doesn't always go at the speed of light. Um, sometimes it goes down to slower than molasses in January, but it does go. Where, where do you foresee it? I mean, you pretty much told the developer where we stand. How much time are we going to give the developer to step back and get back to us with an acceptable plan or just maybe an alternate idea of what's, could be coming this way towards Bayside? You know, we haven't put a timetable to it. We've, we've given them our information request to uh, support their assertions, and they're working on that information request right now. Obviously, the sooner the better. Um, it's interesting you say, you know, that when the government gets involved, things slow down. I, I, I come from corporate America. I worked in corporate America for 27 years. And... Um, Working, you know, transitioning from corporate America to a city council position, a mayor pro tem position, and now a mayor position, it's probably been one of the most difficult things that I have to encounter. Is I can't always make things happen as fast as I want them to make want to make them happen. Sure. Um, there's a lot of people around city hall that 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 um, know how fast I like to work and how quick I like to make um, things happen. So I, I get um, a lot of ribbing about that. But um, we try yeah. to make things happen a lot faster than, than maybe they have historically happened. Um, but we are so far apart on this. We are, you know, and you've seen it, and the public has seen it. Yeah. We are so far yeah. apart on what we believe the vision is for Bayside. And... You know, we've done a lot of research on this Crystal Lagoon amenity, and it is an incredible amenity. And there are developments doing unbelievable things with Crystal Lagoons um, in the state of Florida that are mixed-use type of developments that this amenity really activates their development, and it activates their development not only for commercial but also for retail and for high-end residential and um, public amenity for, you know, the local uh, population. And we just believe so strongly that this is what we need to do at uh, Bayside. And our developer believes otherwise. And, yep. you know, that's going to be a hard bridge to, 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 to try to get together. I, I'm not sure about the timetable. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to the coverage of 2018 Rally Eagles Varsity Football Team. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. 
Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet Team definitely has the knowledge and mindset to take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer fields. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. And we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show at halftime as your Rowlett Eagles have the 28-14 lead as the the Broncos of McKinney Boyd will have the ball first in the third quarter. I'm going to shoot it on over to the Eagle Eye Bill Cerno with the first half stat. Well, so far, uh, uh, Sonny, like you mentioned, it's 28-14 Rowlett. Let me go over uh, some of the stats. We'll start off with uh, Rowlett's stats. As uh, Chase DePaul has uh, completed 15 out of 18 passes for 130 yards. Uh, so, yeah, almost 100%. So, great uh, great first half for him. Uh, Chauncey Amos has had nine rushes for 75 yards. He, with a long, uh, he had one uh, long one of uh, 26 yards for a touchdown. Uh, Chase also had seven rushes for 28 yards and a touchdown in the first half on the receiving side of it, of those 15 uh, passes that chase uh, completed, Jerry Evans had seven of them yep. for 77 yards and a touchdown. Antonio Hall had four of them with 22 yards and Trevon King had three for 33 yards. So a great uh, offensive output in the first half, a lot of uh, uncertainty coming into this season about the offense and Definitely. they've really shown off uh, their returning skill players, um, really, really showing off here in the first they half. Returned so. the kick, was I right? Was it Hall? Uh, returned the kick for the touchdown that was on there. We'll have to check a little bit deeper to find out where that stat is on the kickoff. Uh, but, um, but what else you got? Okay, on on the, on the uh, McKinney Boyd side, Christian Ziegler was uh, three for eight. So didn't really pass the ball too much. He was for uh, like I said, three for eight for thirty six yards. Rushing, but with that being said, 36 yards on one of those plays was a 32-yard uh, pass down to the one-yard line. There so you go. almost all that yardage was on one play. On the rushing side of it, he also led the team in rushing with 10 attempts for 32 yards. I'm sorry, for 52, 57 yards, and he also had two touchdowns. Jaden Nixon had seven rushes for 29 yards, and uh, Jatyler Shaw had one rush for six yards. On the receiving side of it, like I mentioned, there's only three uh, – 
completions that Ziegler uh, had in the first half. Uh, one was to uh, Brent Masudic uh, for two yards. He's the one that got down to the one-yard line. Cole Green had one catch for minus three yards. And uh, Jatyler Shaw had one reception for seven yards. So that's your first half stats for your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the McKinley Boyd Broncos here. 28-14 is your score at halftime. Our first broadcast, again, Todd Mintz, thanks for giving us a listen in the hospital. In the hospital. And, in fact, um, he said that uh, he had to listen to it on the phone because they were going to be prepping him for the surgery. So he is listening live while they're prepping him. Uh, uh, hopefully, yes, he went in uh, during the game. Hey, Todd, if you can just let us know who your doctor is so we can send him a message to delay your uh, yeah, your surgery out. until the uh, game is over. I don't want to take some of that uh, that wacky uh, juice to make you funny and, and, and then you not uh, understand what we're saying. Listening here. from California. Great guy. He's in California. Yeah, huh? he's, oh, uh, so. he constantly listens to the Couch Potato Sports Show. So right now it's and, about 6.45 there in uh, California. Yeah, so the sun's just getting ready to go down there. Yep, so uh, thank him for that. For that. Also, um, uh, Butch Wesson and his, his one, uh, wonderful wife, Kelly, uh, I'm glad she is feeling better. Um, lots of uh, well wishes to a lot of folks that, that – listen to us whether they're sick or ill it does it, it does some for our heart i almost get choked up a little bit when i hear stories like that uh we very much appreciate the support we very much appreciate the support of, the, uh, of our sponsors as well as some of our new sponsors some of the guys that have been with us like buffalo creek doors and floors the bullet uh the bullet uh, experience changley's taekwondo Costlow insurance um, as well as Nest Egg Wealth Advisors and our new ones, of course, Lucy Massey Loans, Budget Blinds, Baggies, and more. So we appreciate that. Here comes the kickoff. Ball up in the air high. Going to be fielded at the 15-yard line to the 20. Now to the 25, being wrapped up back to the 15-yard line. Returning the ball back there was Jaden Nixon uh, as he got swung around by many a Rowlett Eagle uh, before he was brought down to the ground. But on the stop on the other side, number 18 that are for the Rowlett Eagles on the stop, it was Abukin. That's the first time we called his name tonight, Abukin, number 18, wearing the same number from last year. So Eagles on defense are going to start with the Broncos at the Bronco 27-yard line. First down and 10, too far, too near. Mark that, too near, one far. I did it backward. And right up the gut, they're trying to run that ball and trying to make some noise right up the middle um, is uh, Shaw on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles, number 14. That was Wade. And they're at the line fairly quickly here to try to get another play out there. Want to come out strong right in the third quarter and try to get seven of those points back to where they could only be down by seven after this first drive of the third quarter. Two near one far, one in the backfield for Ziegler and the Broncos. First down and 10. They got 10 on that first play to the 27-yard line of the Broncos gets the snap, looking on that near side, puts it up blind, and he overthrew the intended receiver uh, out there. Uh, number three was out there. It was green. Good coverage down the field for your Rowlett Eagles. Uh, like to see him right there, and uh, the coverage there was by Henderson. Yeah, and there's a lot of pressure in the backfield by Wade as he was uh, uh, closing in on, on Ziegler, and it looks like uh, when he 
got up to Ziegler, he hurt himself as he just uh, pulled himself out of the game. So hopefully it's just something uh, that uh, so, he can shake off. So new quarterback, is that what you're saying to me? Or who was out? The Ziegler, because it looks like Ziegler there. And it is. Here comes a big rush by the Eagles as it is third down and six. And uh, trying to get out of bounds with Ziegler. Uh, but your rally at Eagles number seven, uh, Cam Miles was right there. Uh, I'm surprised we didn't get a flag there. It brings up third down or fourth down. Right, and uh, it's going to bring up uh, punting for uh, McKinney Boy. So good, good start by uh, Rowlett. As I know, uh, uh, Coach Howard was in that locker room and said, "Look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to come out. We're going to shut them down. We're going to get that offense back on the field. They haven't been able to stop the offense yet tonight. So let's see what happens. The defense for the Eagles does their job, still maintaining a, a double up on the points. It is twenty-eight fourteen. As back for your Rowlett Eagles is. Uh, Hall and the ball is a short kick, very high, takes a bounce at the 40 yard line. It's going to roll down to the 25 yard line before going out of bounds. So they got a nice little bounce there. If the field did, probably would have netted the Eagles another extra 20 yards. Uh, so unfortunately for the Eagles, the ball takes a Bronco bounce and they're 75 yards away from pay dirt. Yeah, and it was probably about a 30. 30, 25 to 30 yard kick in the air and then picked up another 15 yards on the ground. So the Eagles are going to start this drive, their first of the third quarter. And Todd made mention, you know, before he went in, uh, you know, the Eagles are letting this team hang around. So they got the ball. The defense does their job. 28-14, they doubled them up. They're looking to get more. Too far, too near for the Rowlett Eagles. 10-52 left to go in the third quarter. Tupal gets the snap. Was going to hand off. Nice pass on the far side. Picking up 11-12. to Now 13-14. 15 yards there for Trevon King before he's brought down there by the Broncos. Yeah, and the Broncos secondary is kind of playing off the receivers there. Led quite a cushion there for uh, number 11, Trevon King, to open up and just sit there about a five-yard hitch. Yeah, and that, that ball floated again, Bill. That was one of the things I'm worried about on that far pass on that near side there. To Paul, back to pass. The slam right up the middle, caught at the 45-yard line, takes it down to the 35-yard line. Nice catch there by Evans. And on the stop on the other side, number 44, that was Massick. We've called his name a lot here. Yeah, tonight. and Evans, that's his eighth uh, catch already so, tonight. So he's having a great first game of the season. Too far, too near for the Eagles. First down and 10 on the 35. Give it to Amos. Amos breaks one tackle and pushes it down to about the 34-yard line. So that's going to bring a gain of three. And someone just fell down backward, uh, and he's down on the ground. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. It looks like he has a cramp. He's got yeah. a cramp. He's got a cramp. He's trying to stretch out the cramp that is there. And I'm not sure who that was, but... Uh, he hit the ground, so they're going to take a quick timeout up on the football field. So we'll do the same. We'll take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your outlet. Eagles letting you know about Dave Watson and Baggy's Web Solution. For those that are in need of a website, make sure you come in contact with Dave as he will take a look at your needs, find out what is most important to you, and generate a great idea for your needs. Make sure you take the time to come in contact with Dave Watson. That's 855-932-4747, extension 101. Baggy's Web Solutions. Simple, local, perfect. Baggy's. 
one of our new sponsors. He does great websites right there. So if you have need for the websites, definitely get a hold of him. Uh, with the uh, with the cramp that was Roger Villa, he's walking that one off. He'll be fine. That's one good thing, you know, because uh, you've seen exactly what was happening. He told him stretch that leg, stretch that leg. It was so so a little cramp. He'll walk that one off. He'll probably be back in. Second down and seven for your Rowlett Eagles. Ball's at the Bronco, 34-yard line, too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos in the backfield with Paul, and they're waiting for it. They go ahead and turn to the side to see it and get a new play. Ten seconds left on the play clock. Plenty of time for the Eagles to get this play set and do what they want. Paul waiting on the snap. Play action. Nope, give it to Amos. Gets around the corner, down to the 30, now to the 27. And there we are. Yes. And Todd, he hasn't gone in. Oh, they're going to release him, he says. Good. Todd, good. Day. Now he's going to listen to us on the phone. But uh, Amos takes the ball down. And the Eagles quick to the line as they're at the 34-yard uh, line. Mark that. They got that wrong. They're on the 28-yard line. They need to change that. Ball's on 28-yard line. Third down and one for the Eagles. Here they go. Man in motion is putting in the middle, but they hand it off to Amos. Amos gets the first down, then some, down to the 20, pushing his way with four or five people all over him, gets down to about the nine-yard line. That extra effort with four of them on him, including number 40 on the other side, that was Matthews. And by by the way, hi Chauncey Chauncey Amos's mom's listening. Thanks for giving us a listen. Appreciate that. Listening to her son. Have a great night here. We're saying hi up in the booth. We're so here we go. Too near, too far. Or marks that one far for the Raleigh Eagles. Two in the backfield as it's first down and ten from the fourteen. To Paul on the option gives it off to Amos. Amos is going to take it down to the twelve yard line. Gain about two there as the number 11 the stop on the other side. That was Esther as well as number 45 um, for the Broncos. That was Kersley. Now the Eagles back up second down and eight. They're at the line real quick. 8.04 left to go here in the third quarter as they're looking on the side there, looking at coach. One near, too far for the Eagles, and they are going to change the play as they got, again, plenty of time on the play clock to uh, make that option in the change. To Paul, back to pass. Going to go to the near side. Slant a little bit behind the wide receiver. That had seven on it. Seismic was going to take that one in for a time. Mark that. That was number six. That was Evans. Uh, the ball was intended for. Absolutely. Third down and eight. Ball on the 12-yard line of the Broncos. One near, too far. To Paul, back to pass. How about to Paul? Hanging in the pocket, takes a smack big time, and he did deliver the ball. And given the smack there was number 44, that was Mastic. And boy, oh boy, did he take it and pop right back up. No problem. All right. 29-yard field goal attempt for Rana as it's fourth down. Eagles want to at least try to get three. So they are set, waiting for the snap. Ball down, kick up, and I think he missed it. 
Oh, no, it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. It went. We have windows there, and when it went past a uh, separator, it looked like it went right, but it actually went right down the middle. So the Eagles get three with 7.33 left to go here in the third quarter. It's 31-14 in favor of the Rowlett Eagles. Quick breakout on the field means a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles. Radio Network. We will be right back. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation, restoring the calm after the storm. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as we are getting sick here. We still okay with power until the next break, and then I'll get it. Um, we're getting our power set up. Here comes Rena. He kicks the ball off, and it's a wow. He put a foot in that one, and it touched the receiver and goes into the end zone. You know, he touched the ball in back. Yeah, that, I, you know, he touched the ball in. Then it went into the end zone. Bill, to me, that's a that, – it should be a safety. <laughs> That's what I thought. It shouldn't, he it sh- touched the ball in play. He ran now, backwards to get the this ball. This is a high school rule or something. He touched that ball in bounds. And well, it, lo- control it, look, it looks like coaches over Ferrella are asking the same thing because he, he touched the ball around the two-yard line as he's going back towards the end zone. So here's the first down. They're going to get it off really quick. First down and 10. Ball on the 25-yard line. Here's the pass by Ziegler. It's caught. Yep, it's incomplete. It was in now the hands of the intended receiver, Pelm, and he could not bring it in. Is that, that, was, that was a great uh, pressure by Cameron Miles as he uh, made the contact with the receiver as the ball was coming in. Yep, and loosened the ball out. It brings up second down for the Broncos. Second down and 10 on their own 25-yard line. 75 yards away from pay dirt for the Broncos, but their offense has been stagnant at best. So here comes second down for the Broncos. Man's moving around. Play clock is down to 10. It's like they don't know where he they want him. Eagles back off a, a, a uh, blitz and taking the ball on the handoff on the other side there was Shaw and stop for your Raleigh Eagles number 24. Yeah, it looks like there's Z- some confusion Xavier. there. Yeah, definitely. Looks like there's some confusion in the backfield with uh, the offense as you as Eagle was trying to get them set up for that play. So now let's see where they are. As they get squared. All right, so here's third down and eight. Ball on the 27-yard line. Only gain of two on that last play. Ball snap on the ground. Eagles all over it. And they are going to bring down the quarterback at the 21-yard line. It's going to be a loss of five, maybe four. They're putting it at the 22-yard line. That'll bring up fourth down. Yeah. Bad snap. Yeah, well, it wasn't a bad snap. The center just snapped it early, and the uh, quarterback wasn't ready for it. So hit him right in between the numbers, but uh, it still dropped to the ground because the quarterback wasn't ready for that ball. So that brings up fourth down, and the 
Broncos will go ahead and punt. Back is Hall at the 45-yard line on his own side. Ball hangs high, and Hall takes a step back, and it bounces and then rolls back all the way to the 20-yard line. And that's where they will down at Hall, unable to do it. But Bill was looking at it, probably thought maybe wanted to run up on it to maybe make a play. Well, uh, the ball actually hit the ground near where he set up. Uh, and uh, when the ball was kicked, he dropped back like 10 to 15 yards. So if he had stayed where he had set up when the ball was kicked, he would have had a, a good return uh, right from that spot. And uh, as he went to the sidelines, coaches were talking to him too, maybe trying to find out why did you back up and not – not to collect that ball. 21-yard line is where they are located to start this drive. So the Eagles have 79 yards to see what they can do. Their, their offense, and Todd made a good point, they're letting the Broncos hang around here um, as it's 31-14. Well, I'm just impressed with your math. Your math has gotten so much better. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, quick math. That was the only thing I was good at in school. Here we go. Two near, but one's in motion. They do. They get it in the hands there of King. King trying to get around the corner, and the Broncos say, uh-uh, number 44 on the stop on the other side. That was a mastic on the stop. He got good penetration in the back. Team. Well, and that was a great job by Ben Dobbs, uh, Dodson, the outside, Lamberker, yep. uh, outside linebacker. Lamberker. I'm hungry, I think. Uh, as, as he was able to uh, get up on uh, King and, and hold him up in the backfield till uh, the other defenders can get up and uh, assist him. A little help from his friends. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos in the backfield. There's the man in motion for the Eagles going to the near side. Play action. They're going to go to that man. It's caught by King. King is going to take it down to about the 27-yard line, and that's going to bring up third down and about four. And before he was stopped on the other side by the Broncos, number 11, that was the Atzler, goodness gracious. I just, pulled, I just pulled the brain fart right there. All right, back quick to the line. Third down and four, too far, too near for the Eagles. And they are going to look over to the side. They had plenty of time there. Is that When they looked, they had 18 seconds left on the play clock, 4.55 left to go in the third quarter. So Paul looking things over, waiting on the snap, and he gets it. He's back to pass. A couple steps back. Pass over the middle. It's caught. Nice catch there by Hall. Right there in traffic and able to hold on to the ball because not only did a defender hit him, they went after the ball. Number 33 on the stop. That was Marshall. And a great job by Paul. I was sitting back in the in the pocket looking for his receiver. And uh, once again, as I mentioned before, great job on blocking with that offensive line. He's looking very confident, too. Too far, too near to Paul. Again, that time a bullet. And that one should have been caught. Might have heard footsteps right there as the ball was intended on the far side for a seismic, and he's unable to bring it well, in. Well, you know, normally we hear about that. As, uh, they always want to look up Philly before they catch the ball. This one was so easy to see. He was actually turning away from the ball before he caught it. So, yeah, absolutely. He was looking up the field to see where he could run before he actually got it. Too far, too near. Second down and 10. Ball on the 42-yard line of the Eagles. Paul on the low snap delivers the ball. It's caught by King. King does a little circle there and gets down to about the 47-yard line before he's brought down again by Marshall. And once again, you know, just Rowlett uh, is, is looking for that third and short, and they've done a great job with it. Uh, you know, pick up yards. Don't have to go for the – for the end zone right away and, and uh, be able to bring up a, sh- a third and short. Yeah, third down and five now. Ball's on the 47-yard line of the Eagles, three shy of midfield. They need to get to the 48 for the first down of the Broncos. 
So let's see what they do here on third down and five. 347 clock is running. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos off to the left. Waiting on the snap is to Paul. To Paul, back to pass, has time, delivers the ball. And I think that was just some miscommunication because King was the closest one to it, but he was about five yards out. He might have ran five yards too much compared to where to Paul threw the ball. Well, and uh, to Paul got a little bit of pressure there in the end also. And so he wasn't able to get a good, uh, accurate throw to the sideline there. So here comes fourth down. So what are the Eagles going to do? They do bring in... A guy back for the Broncos. Put your arm down. Got to see your number. Number four. Looks like number four. And they go ahead and they do take the step back and kick it. And nice kick. Directional kick. Out of bounds. That one was around the 15-yard line. But where are they putting it, Bill? They're going to put it around the 19th. Wow. I'm right there again on this seam where these two lines. So that's where I thought it went out a little bit later. So it did go out at the 20-yard line. So change of plans here for the Eagles. Unable to get anything on that drive. Now the Broncos get the opportunity. Still within, you know, gunshot of the Eagles. There goes that. (laughs) That looks like the lights went down and they didn't. So, um Three minutes, 30 seconds left to go in the third quarter. First down and 10. Ball's on their own 20-yard line for the Broncos. Ziegler back in shotgun, gets the snap. He's going to keep it. And Ziegler keeps running that ball. And I don't know how he got hurt last year. Um, but, Bill, that's going to be – if he keeps taking hits like that, especially around the knees, that's going to be a problem. Number 80, Dunlap on the stop. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, as a quarterback, you don't want to be uh, rushing that ball too much, especially right at the middle. And that's about every run these had has been up the middle so now as he now tried to get it square i knew there was something wrong <laughs> ziggler hands the ball off uh pass and pushing it up the middle there was this time nixon he doesn't give very much there no and bring uh, up third down and nixon actually got tangled up with his own lineman angel rodriguez and that's what uh, brought him down uh so uh he only got it like a two-yard uh, carry there Eagles running guys on and off the football field. They look, Eagles look sharp defensively. Here comes Ziegler. Ziegler goes one way. Now he's going another before he's hammered at big time hammer out in the backfield. Can't catch the number. He's He's happy. Thank you very much. Number 24 for your Ed Eagles. That was Xavier Gale. Nice pursuit on the quarterback. Yeah. And then Ziegler tried to roll out to the right. And uh, uh, once uh, he did, like you mentioned, Gale was right there, so he really couldn't set up and throw, and he uh, really just got that throw off on his back foot, was never, never able to get any leverage on it. So the Eagles get another opportunity. Hall is at his own 43-yard line as the ball snapped, and they're getting almost blocked, but it's going to hit the ground at the 45 and take a couple of yards back before it goes out of bounds. So the Eagles have the ball on their own 47-yard line. Hall didn't get the opportunity to get the return on that one, but it was a big-time rush on the kicker on that one, Bill, and they almost got a hand on it. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and a great pressure from that uh, offense or that uh, defensive line. I, I think we're all right now with uh, two minutes left in the third quarter. I think we're going to start seeing a little bit more uh, time management, ball control, and uh, see if we can just, uh, you know, at, uh, just – make that fourth quarter go by pretty quick. 
So the Eagles now looking very good still. 31-14. We're still 2-16 left to go in the third quarter. Another 12 minutes. So after this uh, two minutes, the Eagles are going to hold, see if they can hold on. But what I think I want to see is I want to see them put the pedal to the metal. It's time to score. And this they've had plenty of opportunities. As Todd said, they're just letting them play around. So, Paul, he's going to go deep down the Field just overthrew the intended receiver hall right there, and that was a good thought. We were talking about ball control. They take a time off and they go for money. <laughs> well, I think Howard, uh, Coach Howard, knows what I'm thinking and is going to give up against that. So uh, <laughs> he, he actually, yeah, you're absolutely right. He just decided to go right down the field. This ball was just overthrown, thrown out, uh, uncatchable out of bounds. But uh, you know, heck, it, it puts a little bit more um, uh, honesty on that boy defense. Definitely. Too near, one far for the Eagles. Amos will be in the backfield as they go ahead and change the play. Nine seconds left to go on the play clock. And the uh, Boyd Broncos look like blitz, and they are trying to blitz. And there's a yellow hanky out on the football field. Not sure where that was coming from. There's two of them out there, Bill. You didn't even get your hanky, so I don't even know if you saw No, I didn't see that. I was actually watching. We had a sweep going to yep. the right. Far side. So uh, the, the penalty was actually on, on the far side of the field. Uh, I don't know if there's a holding or uh, uh, you do have I, – I am looking at number 77 – Elon Romero limping around for that rally off. Yeah, he, he's, he's the one that went out with the cramp, so he's probably still walking that cramp off right there um, out on the football field. 2.03, the clock is briefly stopped here, and I'm for them to mark that against the Eagles is it's going to be a holding call. So they'll back the Eagles up. All the way, looking at him, keeping. He's just walking and walking. He takes it actually, down. Actually, I'm, I'm corrected. It wasn't a yard line. Actually, I'm not. I'm corrected. It wasn't a holding. It was actually um, a clip from the offense, and uh, took him back 15 yards. Got it. So a 15 yard penalty. That's why I was wondering why is he still walking. It was a 15 yarder. Good call on that one, Bill. Three near, one far. Amos in the backfield for the Raleigh Eagles. To Paul looking things over, and they go ahead play action. To Paul looking downfield, nah, mm. just overthrew the intended receiver again. He's wanting to get the ball to King. That's the third time that he thrown to King, and unfortunately, third time he has not been able to connect with them here in the third quarter. Well, and like I said, you know, this is the first game of the season. You're still getting adjusted. You know, they they've been able to play a lot of catch and whatnot uh, during a seven on sevens. Uh, training camp, but now that you're in a game, uh, you know, a little bit uh, more uh, pressing. So I think it's just going to be a timing thing. I think it's going to, something's going to be adjusted as the season goes. Yep. And I think that's going to be a nice, uh, nice uh, connection for them when it happens to Paul here on third down, a long way to go. So Paul has to take off and there's a yellow hanky. Bill saw it. I saw he yanked his old head off there. So the Eagles are going to get the first down via the yellow hanky that hits the field. And hits the counter here in the booth. We're going to get a face mask, a personal foul face mask against uh, McKinney Boyd. Yep. So the Eagles right now, they'll be very happy that that one happened because they had to get down to the 41-yard line of the Broncos to get the first down. So it was third down and 25 when that play happened. Then you get the automatic first down on the face map. No, it's only a 15-yarder, but that does not change the downs. So it's still going to be third down and about 
five, it looks like there, Bill. No, it is. I knew it was an automatic yeah, it's, first it's, down. Yeah, it's an automatic first yeah, down. And, so, and you're right. Uh, if, they, if they hadn't called that flag, it would have been a fourth and 18. So uh, a huge penalty for McKinney Boyd as they were on their way to get uh, Rowlett off the field. Yes, so here we go. It is minute and 33 left to go in the third quarter. First down, 10 balls on the 44-yard line of the Broncos. Two near, one far for the Eagles. Two in the backfield for the Rowlett Eagles. Looking at that, that's Expo and Amos, and Topal has time, but now it's breaking down. Now he's running into players. Now he's moving along, and he's going to be taken down at the 45-yard line as he just couldn't find anybody down the field to get the ball to to deliver it for a first down or even further. And so that's going to bring up second down, a loss of 11 on that. Yeah, and this is uh, something that the, the Rowlett coaches are going to want to talk to their receivers about. Their receivers ran their routes and they stopped. You know, once Tupal was bouncing around, these receivers got to come back to the ball and uh, and try to get themselves open. So uh, a good job by uh, Boyd's uh, defense to cover those receivers, but those, but those receivers got to continue to move. Second down and 21. The Eagles cannot keep themselves in it. And more I'm thinking about Todd's right. They hand the ball off. Expo is going to push it down to the 50-yard line. They are. They're to- they're toying with them. It's they're keeping Boyd in this game. And the Eagles could have been into the end zone three or four times by that. But, unfortunately, it's not happening on the stop there on that last play. Yeah, a lot, Dodson. A lot of missed opportunities for Rowlett. Uh, you know, you fumble on the one-yard line. You miss a, a field goal. So, uh, as we come down here at the end of the third quarter, there's a lot of opportunities that Rowlett's going to say they should have uh, um, scored on. All right, so they're going to go into the third and fourth quarter. Eagles have the 31-14 lead at the end of three. Quick breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. Finding the perfect home starts with Remax.com. Featuring 5 million bedrooms, 4 million bathrooms, plus every detail ever. Find the listings you love and the agents who can get them at Remax.com. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. Now, Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds is not a McKinney fan, so that's... She's a Rowlett Eagle fan. So here we go. Third down and 16 for the Eagles as they switch sides. Going left to right on your internet radio dial. To Paul, a lot of trouble. He should, he, and, and Bill, it, it, when it gets that bad, and that was bad, it, it was, let, let's just say it was ugly. Um, uh, he should have threw the ball away. And that, that comes with experience. So, you know, 
only game that he had a full game in last year was against Capel. Well, and uh, once again, you had Evans that was right there on the sideline near him there. But uh, and he was trying to tell him to get out in the flat, and he wasn't moving. He was just staying right there. Um, and, and he just ran out of room. So he was trying to get him to open up because he had a lot of open space. Fourth down for the Eagles, and they get a bad kick, and it goes off the side of Tupal's foot. It's going to go to the 35-yard line. You know, so in reality, it was the eight-yard kick for the Eagles, and that is not good. All this stuff will – and there's one thing about Coach Stevens. When you when you talk rally at Eagles, it, for the, the improvement from game one to game two is – noticeable and plus the fact that it is out of district games these are the good time to learn about these teams from the other districts. well and you and, and you want to make sure you're ready uh especially with next week uh, having uh rockwall yellow jackets uh host us here we want to we've got to be able to make sure we're ready and uh, adjust to these changes here we go broncos hand the ball off you're getting around look at that hole my goodness at the 50 that was a big time run bill it was about 30 yards a big time run on the other side there by nixon before your rowlett eagles number 20 can bring them down that was west yeah and that was all nixon there is, yeah uh, he was able to sweep out to the left and uh be able to get downfield and pick about 20 yards. And, and he just turned the jets on too i mean it was like noticeable for near on the wide receivers. They hand the ball off to the, uh, uh, Nixon couldn't get it out of there. And he got around the corner. He gained about 13 on that one, Bill, as he, when he used the speed to get to the outside, then he carried a couple of tacklers as well as Tito had to help bring him down. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They've swept, they've run on both sides now. And, uh, uh, all of a sudden he's got some jets on him. He's able to get in that open field and they're trying to get back into this where they can get down 10. That's what their goal is as they go ahead. Keep it. Ziegler drops the ball and the Eagles are going to give it was it was in the air. Ziegler was juggling it. And I'm trying to get the number there. Yeah. They went out of the thing. So I have to depend on the Eagle eye on the coverage and the recovery there was Wade as he took it right out as they, Ziegler was juggling it, and there's no yellow hankies out on the football field. This is Eagles ball. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, Ziegler just uh, lost control of that ball when he uh, was, uh, was going to take it up the field, and uh, he picked it up, tried to spin around, and that ball just kind of flipped up and went right into Wade's hands. That was sweet. Good to see the Rowlett Eagles take advantage of it. Now that they had that last drive, we can say – that we want to forget it, now it's time. I mean, the Eagles have not been able to do very much since that last field goal, and they should have scored a touchdown there. So the Eagles definitely need to go into the rest of this game. It's 10.31 left to go. The Eagles need to get on the board as they hand it out. Expo, far side, trying to get around the gain of about two or three. That will depend upon the spot that the referees will throw this one down before he was brought down on the other side. Number 44 on the stop, Mastic. And that guy's, that guy's been all over the football field this evening, Bill. You know what? And I, for McGinney Boyd, they're going to be calling his name all year long. I think uh, he's going to be – you know, he's, he's a force on offense. And he's a force on defense as he does play tight end on offense. So here we go. The Eagles have two in the backfield, one near too far for the Eagles. Usually means this is going to be a running play, and so they cheated it a little bit, but they go the other way with Amos. Takes it down to the 35-yard line before he is brought down by uh, Boyd on the stop on the other side. That was uh, Bianchi. And great job by uh, Amos. As, he, as his delay handoff uh, to the left, and 
he just uh, kind of just waited for his uh, holes to open up, and then he broke, broke a few tackles to get that first down. Bianchi was lucky to get a hold of him because he had that he had the end zone in sight on that one. Well, and, and Amos uh, kind of ran him over there a little yeah, bit. I think yeah. I still see some uh, tread marks on yeah. him there. He might have a spike in his as they go ahead, play action, go down to the near side on the sideline, and good play up on the ball on defense as the Raleigh Eagles were trying to deliver that ball to Hall, and on the other side, Shaw was there on the coverage for Boyd, and it almost was picked off. Yeah, that was a great job by Shaw as he uh, uh, followed uh, uh, the receiver all the way down the field and uh, turned at the right time to knock that ball down. So great job. And Boyd not ready, and they do the quick snap. They get the ball. It's caught, and bouncing off a receiver, pushing it down there is Evans to the 10-5. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles 37 yards on the play. The defense was not set. They recognized it, and they took advantage of the defense not being ready well, for the they, play. And they just ran a little bubble there, and, and uh, 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 Simnek, Simsek actually did a uh, miss his block, but uh, Evans was able just to shake off that first defender, and once he got past him, he was able to get all the way around down the sideline. So they bring on the kicking unit. That's what I said. The Eagles needed to score there, quit putting around and get it in the end zone. They did so, and they go ahead and kick the ball, and it goes – Downtown for the Raleigh Eagles. So the Eagles with a 38-14 lead with 9.07 left to go here in this game. There's a breakout on the football field, which means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in your Raleigh Eagles radio network. We will be Costler right Insurance has been in Raleigh since 1981, a family-run independent insurance agency that Texans trust. Our website, CostlerInsurance.com, was built to explain insurance in an easy-to-read, information-only format just for you with articles you will enjoy. Promise, because we wrote it. Bundle your insurance and save big. Did you know when you put together at least two types of insurance from an insurance company, typically home, apartment, or rental, along with your auto insurance, you can save as much as 25%? It's true. So come visit us on Main Street in Rowlett or on the web at costloinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Welcome back to McKinney ISD Stadium. Second ever game here at uh, at the stadium and a great sight to see. Hey, I just wanted to throw out, these two teams have only played twice in their existence. They're only like uh, 15 miles apart, but they've only ever played twice. In, uh, one time in 2010 and one time in 2011. And uh, both times, Boyd has come out on top. as well as the ball does go out of bounds. So they get the advantage of it and goes out of bounds at around the 20. That's where he's throwing it up at the 19. And then they put the hanky on top of that. They'll add another five. That'll take them to the 24-yard line. Is that five-yard or a 10-yard there, Bill? I think, I, think, I think it's going to be a five-yard. That's what I thought. So, But they're doing some talking out there. Or they might put them up to the 30-yard line. If I'm not mistaken, I think if they uh, if it goes out of bounds – after the 30-yard line, they'll put it at the 30-yard line. Yep, that's exactly where they're going. Actually, then they add the, are they adding the penalty on top of the 30-yard line is the question. No, it actually goes right to the 30-yard line. That's exactly what they're doing. They're going to put the ball at the 30-yard line. Boy, has got to do a little work here as there's 9.07 left to go in tonight's contest as the Eagles next week have the Rockwall Yellow Jackets on the over 
I call it the over the bar, um, the over the bridge uh, rivalry. I think it's the better one compared to Saxy. But hey, that's just me. Too far, too near. Back. Ziggler, half time, but now it's getting flushed out of the pocket, going to the near side. Yellow Panky out on the football field, going deep down the field, looking for the ball. Good coverage for the Eagles. And I'm going to tell you the reason why this was a good play deep down the field. Yes, there was a holdout on the football field, number 71, uh, Ritano, with the uh, flag. But the play down the field that they did not get caught up to where they got the flag defensively to where it would offset with the ball being deep down there, the Eagles get the advantage of the hold in the back of the 10 yards of the penalty. Yeah, absolutely. And a great job by the Rowlett defense to play fundamental defense and uh, not to uh, uh, grab on or hold on. You know, Ziegler had to roll out, so he was already um, going, uh, you know, at the, on the run. So it's not like he was going to be able to get a good, accurate throw on it. question uh, Ziegler's arm. He does definitely have some uh, arm strength, but you're right. Just a little bit too much there. Lockett was able to get a, a paw on him and at least get his momentum going out of bounds, and uh, Ziegler wasn't able to stay in. So the yards I thought he was going to get, he actually stepped out of bounds before then. So it brings up third down and 18 now for the Broncos. Three near Ziegler back to pass. Again, looking downfield. Doesn't have the time, but he does throw it, leaves it up in the air. No flags down the field. It's good coverage, and this is the first time we'll call, well, second time, Cameron Miles on the coverage for the Rowland Eagles. He was lucky he was able to stay on the ball because if he wasn't looking at the ball, Bill, that could have been very easy, one of those yellow games. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and great pressure by uh, Chris Lockett as he uh, he leveled Ziggler as soon as he let go of that ball. And Boyd's going to go ahead and kick it. I mean, it's too far to go for it as it's fourth down and 18. So they will go ahead and kick it. It's an opportunity for a fake, but there's too much yards, too much green. So they will go ahead and launch it, put the ball up in the air. And calling for a fair touch is Hall at the 46-yard line of the rally. They're going to end up with their first victory of the season. Good way to start off the season, and especially outside of district. It's always good to get those outside of district games and because it just brings the momentum as when they move into uh, the regular season. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to be able to do that on the road 
and uh, make the trip. You know, some of these guys playing their first varsity team, varsity game. So, well, you know, we we did notice this Rowlett team not as many personnel as we've seen in the in past seasons. Yeah, yeah, Alex Rout uh, has come into a uh, quarterback. Uh, he's a junior. First um uh first game as on the varsity level. So uh giving him some good experience here and uh, let him uh, practice a little bit. Uh tall lengthy kid, you can tell he's got some legs on him. So Rout is out there. I knew it was a change. So Rout was out there. He's got two running backs. They're stacked in the backfield instead of on the each side of them. So that's a little different. You also have two on the far side. Now they stack, they switch the stack as Routes wait for the snap. One second, they're going to be a delayed game. Yellow hanky out on the football field. They once said they were trying to, it, it, it was out, unless there's a timeout, but they're coming out on the field. Oh, I guess he did call timeout. Okay. Timeout before the delay of game. So they're going to do that. They're going to take that quick break. We'll take the same break here on the couch from Taylor Switch Show. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, our mission is to spread the art of Taekwondo to everyone who's willing to learn with an open mind and train with enthusiasm. Our goal is to instill you a healthy lifestyle with a disciplined mind and body. At our school, we strive to provide a professional, warm, welcoming, and educational environment for all, and you will learn and advance at your own pace. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. <laughs> oh, wait, we are back, and you might be able to hear me better. It's amazing when you turn the microphone on. Good thing we got good ones now, as uh, Bill, Bill's uh, microphone was picking me up too far. And they're stacked again. They go ahead. Route gets the ball, hands it off to Expo. Expo trips. It looks like it was a low delivery on the handoff, um, which caused the uh, play to break down. Well, and actually, that was a Char, uh, Charvey Hunt that actually ran that. That's, once again, uh, another uh, young man that's playing his first varsity game. Uh, Hunt and, um, and Route were together a good duo on the JV team. So having them together is uh, nothing new for them, but just on the varsity level. So Hunt is in the backfield as uh, Expo did run off the side, too far or too far one near for the Eagles. Route gets the snap. He's going to go ahead and keep it and run it, trying to find the lane. He does look at it. It was only third down and one. He picked up about nine. Good play there by Route, getting the extra yards, pushing it down to about what looks to be about the 38-yard line. Who was on the stop there, Bill? It was number 11 on the stop on the other side, and that was Astier. Hold on. Out. Altazir, whatever, whatever his name is, number eleven. <laughs> you know, you know what we haven't called tonight was uh, new dude number one. We 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 got actually really good rosters as it's set. One near too far. We normally don't. As Hunt gets around a, a corner here, and he's met by many of the Boyd uh, personnel, including number forty-four. Mastic was there again 
um, uh, uh, to bring down Hunt. There's going to be a loss on that one. That'll bring up. No, they got back. They're going to give him the. They're going to give him the, the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Well, well, no, I guess they, they backed it up one, so they lost one on it. So it's going to be second down and eleven. Six oh two left to go in tonight's contest. Balls on thirty nine yard line of the Broncos. As Hunt is looking things over, he's going to go to the near side, and he is going to, wow, what a great tackle there by number 30. Well, new dude number one, number 33. We don't have, well, of course, if I looked on the right side, it was number 33, Marshall, who jumped over a Rowlett Eagle in order to get the tackle. Good athletic uh, work there by Cody Marshall, uh, the outside linebacker. He's a senior. And good play and another loss. That time a loss is six on the play. That's going to bring up third down and 17. Ball is on the Rowlett Eagles 45-yard line. They're going backward. So let's see if they can go forward with 5.17 left to go. They're already out there directing traffic so people can get out. People are making their way as one near too far for the Rowlett Eagles on, on the delay. Now he's going to go deep down the field. I saw that one going. If he got it just a little bit too far, there's going to be a yellow. There's the hanky before the one came out. Bill saw that one a, a deep down the field, and it looks like number two, it's going to be Shaw with the – Well, uh, now, and, and this – I don't think they're going to call pass interference. I think they're going to call defense a holding, which uh, would only be a 10-yard penalty and not an automatic first down. No, I think it is an automatic first down. On defensive holding? I think so. In high school, I think I think defensive holding is an automatic first down. I could be wrong. Lord knows I am wrong a lot, but I think. We'll see what well, happens. Let's see. They might just they're call pick, pass the The flag is still down. It is holding. Yep, there's the automatic first down. I knew, I, I knew on the high school level it was automatic first down. So it is automatic first down for the Eagles, and so well, and that's a huge pay, play once again for uh, yeah, Rowlett. they were going backwards. They were going backwards, and uh, this that would have made fourth down. So now they get an automatic first down, take more time off the clock. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Outside linebacker wanted to come in. Hunt goes ahead, hands it off. Amos finding the hole. Going right up the middle to the 20. Breaks the tackle to the 10. It's not Amos. Down to the 12-yard line. And what? who, who was that? Is that Char- Charvey Hunt again? That was Hunt again. Down, taking it down to, what, where are they going to put it? 8-yard line or 7? Either one. But automatic first down. First and goal for the Eagles with 452 left to go in tonight's game. Well, right now what we're seeing is a lot of these new uh, new varsity players out on the field as as majority of your receivers and your quarterback and running back are all first-time uh, uh, games on the varsity level. So good chance to give them some experience right now. Great opportunity for that experience because they could be called into play later on in the season. One near too far. Hunt gets the low snap, gets around the corner to the five, in for the touchdown! Rowlett Eagles with 4.30 left to go in the game here. Eagles putting this one in their rear view mirror as they take the lead 44 to 14 with 4.30 left to go. Well, and uh, Alex Rowlett wearing that old Preston week of uh, numbers. I almost almost said weeks too. So that's how much he's still in our mind. Baylor, walk on at Baylor for Preston week. As they bring on the kicking unit, kick goes up, and it does go 
downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So the Eagles take a 45-14 lead here with four minutes and 30 seconds left to go in tonight's game. Eagles off to a great start to start off the 2018 season. Quick breakout on the field. We will be right back. Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It might have been a little dead air. The Eagles have the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. We're talking about cleanup. They need to clean it up before that game because the Rockwall Yellow Jackets will take advantage of those mistakes that the Eagles are making. So here's the kick, high up in the air. It's going to be handled at the 20-yard line by the Upman. He's going to take it to the 25 and down to the 35-yard line. Carried a – carried a um, – a defensive player for the tackle, five extra yards. He got tackled at the 29-yard line. They took it up to the 34-yard line, and you said 44 for the stop for the Eagles. And I don't have my glasses on. That is Jordan Young seals to make that tackle. So probably would be a good idea that I wear these. Yeah. They're here for a reason. (laughs) When when you get to our age, you need to make sure and be wearing your glasses. Got to have them. Got to have them. All that. Small fonts. There we go. Three far, one near. Ziegler, time. Throws the ball over through. He, he had the idea. But the good thing for the Rowlett Eagles, again, Miles right there. And I don't know if the ball was uncatchable, but Miles is playing a very, very tight defensive uh, back in the corners. Yeah, he's actually giving him a little bit of cushion right now. But that receiver also cut in when Ziegler threw that ball down the sideline. So uh, it was uncatchable just because the receiver didn't go in the right direction. Three near, one far. Or mark that. One near, three far. Got it backward. Handed up in the middle. Taken down to the 40-yard line are the Broncos with the clock still running, and that's what's going to happen. That clock is still going to run on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles Seals. Uh, the first time we called his name here. Well, that would have been the second time if I got it right. So Yeah, and once again, we're seeing some of these players that uh, didn't get a chance to play uh, um, here in the first half. So a, a lot of, uh, lot of uh, second stringers and uh, players uh, learning their positions. Yep, get the nervousness out as the Broncos hand it off. Finding the hole, and another, a guy that we have not called here is Bowler, uh, the running back, and on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles number 35, and that is Dudley. So that brings up well, first down, clock continuing to run. Ball is on the 49-yard line of the Eagles, so they made their way past midfield, and Ziegler back to pass. Looking there, now he's going to take off, and now he's directing the traffic. Tell him to go down deep, and he throws the ball up. There should be oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uncatchable, Bill. Yeah, he I got think him right at the legs before the ball got there. Yeah, I just don't uh, think that he had a really good chance to get it. Also, I think that receiver jumped just a little bit too soon. Yep. So 
again, playing very, very tight defense. The referees keeping the yellow hinky in their pocket on that one. So that brings up second down and 10 with the ball in the 49-yard line of the Eagles. Ziegler trying to work this one, trying to get it up on the board. They need points. Ziegler was back deep. Now look at him just run right up the middle. That wasn't even a break in the defense, Bill. That was just a big hole that opened up for him. And he took advantage of Hines had to bring him down from behind. No, absolutely. He just saw that opening and was able to take it. Great uh, great visual by Ziegler just see that open. It, and very quick steps. They weren't long strides. If you're looking at the re- replay, very quick steps, shorter step, so he can get their handoff right up the middle, pushing the ball down there. Number eight is Bowler. And on the side up on the other side, number 44 for the Eagles against Seals, uh, senior defensive back for the Eagles. So that brings up now a second down. Looks like there might be a timeout on the football field, and that's going to go on Boyd. And before we even go into break, uh, folks, again, next week, the Rowlett Eagles, big time, big time next week as the over-the-bridge rivalry happens over in Wall. This one's going to be a good one. Don't miss it. It's the better of the rivalry, in my personal opinion. Then the Rowlett Eagles get their first home game over at Homer B. Johnson. They're going to be taking on the Plano Wildcats uh, in that one. We'll be back at home. Maybe we'll get lucky and see Homer B. It's always nice to see Homer B. That guy makes it out to all the games each and every week. It don't matter who it is, but he loves his stadium. Out there. Well, and uh, with the Wiley joining the district this year, uh, we only have three um, out-of-district games this year compared to uh, past seasons. We've had four out-of-district games. So yes. Now we only have three, and we have seven uh, uh, district games. So uh, definitely a little bit uh, quicker getting into the district play than we have in the, in the previous years. And that was with the addition of Wiley being brought into our district as well. So that was one of the other reasons why that ended up happening. Second down and four, 247. As as Ziegler finds the hole again, he's taking it up the middle to the 10, looking at him all the way down there. Gain of 14, yellow hankies everywhere. I'm not sure what that is all about. And, Bill, what was that one? That's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct on number 44, Seals. As once... As a player, if your helmet comes off, you are done at the play. You yep. cannot uh, pursue the ploy- play anymore. He ran on uh, that play and even uh, participated in the tackle. It's a safety call. Yep, and the coach is telling them that's exactly what he's telling them. you got to keep yourself safe because, you know, that's the way players who are vital to football teams get hurt. It's usually on plays either A, that are preventable, B, that they had no business doing in the first place. And that's what coach wants to make sure that he understands. He might even pull him out of the game for the rest of the game. Not that two minutes and 30 seconds means anything, but at the same time, uh, he may pull him out for the rest of the game. So he knows it. Well, and, and you know what? you can't really get down on the kid for uh, trying doing that because he's got that passion. He's got that intensity. He wants to go, but you got to take a second and realize that, you know what, uh, this is, it's a penalty, no different than holding. You got to stop playing if your helmet comes off and in a vital game is they're up in this game. That could have been a big play. Later Absolutely. On. First down and goal from the four for the Broncos. Ziggler's going to take this one. No, he's going to float it in the corner battle up there. Yellow hanky will be a flag. That will be against the Raleigh Eagles, and he's got the hands up, but even Sonny's seen that one. And so they will get the automatic first down. They'll put it at the two-yard line, so it's really a two-yard penalty uh, in reality, and the Eagles are going to try to still prevent them from getting 
the end zone. Oh, yeah, it's a pride thing now. You don't want them to get in the end zone. Uh, um, so Rallis can do everything they can. It was definitely a, a pass interference as he held him, uh, held the receiver down in the end zone. Definitely. So, um, did they decline the penalty? No. no they, 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 the one that they see, I, I got to look at the the the, the, uh, the actual stick. First down and goal from the two. Two twenty-seven left to go. Man in motion. Ziggler gets the ball. He goes right up the middle, just as what I thought the play would have been last way. Finds the hole, touchdown for McKinney Boyd and the Broncos, and they bring it up to 20, and the Eagles right now have a 25-point lead, depending on the extra point. Well, and uh, actually, we want to correct ourselves. It wasn't even Ziggler that was on this uh, drive. It was actually Colin Drake, uh, only a sophomore. He he finished off the second half of the year last year for Boyd as a freshman and uh, did a, a, a pretty decent job. And there's the kick up. Thank you for the correction on that. Of course, they don't call him that eagle eye for nothing. And the extra point is good. So the Eagles still have the lead. 45-21 left to go. Uh, so that having been said, of course, we got those games. The, the, for the Raleigh Eagles, these out-of-district games going to be very important for them. Also, just programming note for the Raleigh Eagles, okay? The pregame show will be up on Thursday at 2 p.m. You can listen to it at any time after that. Um, you can uh, – it, it could be 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. You can listen to it in the middle of the night the night before, whatever, right up into game time. That is one of the good things about our program and our platform to where you don't have to be there live except for this to hear it live. Well, and I don't know uh, how soothing our voices are, but if, if you're trying to get to sleep and, and uh, you know, just uh, the – the painkillers or the the nighttime help doesn't work, tune on to us and we might be able to get you to sleep. Well, that would have to be boredom is <laughs> <laughs> probably what that more is. But, yes, uh, listen to us. Uh, so that programming note for it, and then also Friday, 7 p.m., coming to you from Rockwell. Or you could do it where you could put us as your alarm so we – Oh, yeah. you wake up to listen to us, and we'll get, down, we'll get you in a do the alarm. Again. Yeah, we always used to do the James Brown alarm. But you know, I don't know. That probably drive me nuts. But and I tend to do the SpongeBob SquarePants alarm. It's time to wake up. Oh, <laughs> wake up and have a Krabby Patty. Oh my. Gosh, folks, he sounds just like him. And I don't watch SpongeBob as a rule, but I know what he sounds like. Sounds just like him. That's almost scary. But two, two, 2.24 left to go in tonight's game. <laughs> the kickoff is going to be handled at the 25-yard line, getting out of bounds there, uh, the Eagles. They, I, they're just going to run the clock here. They're not going to do very much. They'll put the ball on the ground so the clock can continue the run as the Boyd have all their timeouts left. But I don't see them really jumping in there and saying, hey, we need to keep that clock stopped. So I think they'll probably yeah. I think Boyd's result. gonna cooperate and just uh, let this clock run out and uh, Boyd injuries. Uh, I mean, and this is the time when it happens too. It'll be that one fluke play, absolutely, and then they'll lose a vital person to their personnel. And I, you know, uh, the Eagles, same thing. You know, they're gonna they're just gonna run the ball, protect the ball, and get out of the first game of the 2018 season with the victory. And that and that was in question regardless because of the inexperience of the team and the new and the main thing, the new guys stepping up and we've seen a little bit of that here in the fourth quarter getting those guys reps in game situations is big yeah no absolutely and i i expected to see good things from this defense uh you know they were a young defense last year we had 
were. six returning uh, guys on the defense. And for the most part, they did a very good job tonight. If you, you know, their first touchdown was ba- just uh, based on a 15 yard drive as a, uh, as a, uh, we, they got the ball back on our own 15. And the second one was just a fourth and 13 yard pass. that took it down to the one yard line. So the defense for the most part did a really good job tonight, uh, shutting down that Boyd offense. And if the offense cleans up some of the things, whether it be a touchdown, getting into the end zone, completely going over the line of scrimmage to make the touchdown or whatever the case may be, cleaning up of a few things that have happened in this game that were noticeable because listen, if Sonny can see it, it's noticeable. That means coach is going to be on it really quick. Yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. There's some, some discussions going on between the two coaches or uh, through the officials as officials keep going to each side talking to the coaches. I think it's the, for them to figure out if they're just going to let the clock run. That's one of the and that's one of these things that they do here to try to figure it out. Are they going to let the clock run and just succeed the game? Or are they going to call the timeouts? I guess we'll find that out. Uh, they looks like Boyd doesn't want to give that away right now, and that's the reason why this back and forth. So the Eagles are lined up. Hunt gets the ball. Dan's going to keep it and run the ball maybe a gain of one, and let's see if the clock does get stopped by Boyd, and it doesn't look like it. It looks like that's what's going to end up happening. With 33 seconds left to go, that'll take it down to about a minute and 35 seconds, and then we'll get two more snaps. Now, if the Eagles get the first down, it's pretty much over with anyway. But the Eagles, a good outing, and obviously things that they're going to work on, things that they have to work on, especially against the better teams in the rock wall. And don't forget, that Plano, that Plano Wildcat team is always a good football team. Hunt, and there's the yellow hanky. They're going to push him out of bounds at the 30-yard line, and the eagle eye says it is holding on the Rowlett Eagles. And uh, for the Rowlett Eagles on the hold, it looks like number 88, Hampton. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's one thing that Rowlett does not want to do is be stopping the clock. And yep. as you can see, uh, Hampton heading over to uh, How- uh, Coach Howard right now, uh, or Stevens, and uh, definitely uh, getting an earful as he uh, – comes back into uh, the game here. You've been calling him Coach Howard, but I was wondering what the deal was as far as that was concerned all night. I, I thought maybe you know why? No, because I followed Wiley High School football for so long, ah. and uh, Coach Howard is the head coach for uh, for Wiley, so I got to get out of that. Yeah, especially now, that, especially now that they're in our district. I, I thought maybe it was the assistant coach that I did not know and Sonny didn't want to look like an idiot. So they hand the ball off and uh, tackled in the backfield. No positive there. It's going to bring up a third down for the Rowlett Eagles in the clock at 37. So I'll take it down to a minute. The Eagles will punt it and then go with it unless they can get the first down here on third down. But they got 22 yards to get for that first down after the penalties. Yeah, I think once again, I think they're just going to run the ball, get the ball uh it around 30 seconds left in the game and, and just call it a night. So the Eagles, hey, I, you know, good. I, I love it when they start off with the win. It, and at least for seven days, they got something to feel good about. Uh, but really, the turnaround up on this game is really quick. Remember, we had the holiday on Monday. So they're probably going to practice that game. A delay of game. They ran it all the way down, which is what the plan was anyway. And uh, so they'll take the penalty and the timeout beforehand. So the Eagles are using their last timeout so they don't have to back it up, and they'll go ahead and kick it out. Well, I think this is the most frustrating part for uh, Coach Stevens right now because uh, uh, he's had to use two timeouts on this last drive with his uh, second team in there. So, uh, you know, he's going to work with them. He's going to, you know, get on their backs a little bit and 
and uh, say a few choice words, but I'm sure he's going to get them uh, up and running. So the Eagles looking pretty good here and week number one. We'll work through those things and those challenges as they move into it. Uh, again, uh, don't forget uh, the pregame show next week as we're going to have Chris Curtis on. He is a guy who's getting our spot set for the game. We interviewed him last year as the Eagles took on the Rowlett Eagles. That game was actually at Cotton Bowl Stadium. They're back out of that rotation. They're back into the back and forth. So this year will be Rockwall. Next year will be over at HBJ. Well, and, and, you know, it's fun calling a game at the Cotton Bowl, but it's so much fun. More fun. Better. More fun. Yeah, funner. More fun. Can I say funner? funner? Yeah, funner. Uh, it's more funner <laughs> being at the high school stadium. It is. It, it, I think it's because Cotton Bowl's so big. You know, you know, that's what it is. So the Eagles go ahead, hand the ball off, and that will bring up that fourth down for them. So they'll be able to run it with about seven seconds left before they'll kick the ball. So, and then that'll give the Broncos an opportunity to run the ball back. Coming back out on the football field will be number five. That is Jaden Nixon. See if he gets an opportunity to get a return. Maybe do a little razzle-dazzle here tonight um, uh, for one of the last plays of the game. 23 seconds left to go in this one. Eagles 45, Broncos 21. As Hunt takes the step back and he goes ahead, he puts it up in the air and handling Nixon at the 45-yard line to the 40 now, trying to get around the corner. And a nice – I call it a glide tackle because it sure looked like he was gliding as number 23 Hunt was there. And it looks like the eagle eye has thrown the yellow hanky. Looks like we're going to have a holding on Boyd on the return, which just delays – the inevitable uh, uh, finishing this game just a little bit longer. <laughs> we got three flags. Oh, four. Four. Uh, I guess look everybody at, saw that one. He's combining all the. He's putting all the flags together. <laughs> he's making a pile of flags. A pile of flags here. So eight seconds left to go. It'll back him up, and that, that, they'll probably just take a knee. I, I don't think they'll run. I just play. wish I could get my flag down there so I can get in that pile too. That's right. You'd be part of the, the. But you see more than what they see anyway. Of course, you got the. You got the. Advantage being up a little bit higher, yeah. so that's always a good thing. We can see more of the field, and when they're directed at certain areas that they've got to watch. So, all right, so eight seconds left to go in this one, and you know, again, I I, I don't know why they wouldn't take a knee, and so let's see, they're going to go ahead. Yep, they're going to run the play here, Bill. Back to pass. I'm not even sure who that is. They're going to go deep down the field. Ball's right there, and it's. Is it intercepted? No, it hit it's the ground. It's incomplete. Incomplete as they were right there. And that will do it as the Eagles get the victory here tonight. So good stuff for the Rowlett Eagles. There goes the W flag across for the Eagles with that obviously means the victory here tonight for the Rowlett Eagles as they move forward as the W is in the middle of Rowlett. So there you go. And the classic handoff of uh, the game and uh, uh, good game here tonight. We'll see more about it. We'll talk a little bit more about it. And Bill and I will get in the pregame show, talk about what we've seen, what we expect, and the big game next week as the Raleigh Eagles take on the Rockwell Yellow Jackets in the over the bridge uh, rivalry. That's what I named it. So that's the way it's going to be. We'll see you next week here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as your Raleigh Eagles get a 45-21 lead. A win here tonight over the McKinney Boyd 
Broncos. Broncos. It took me a second because I'm thinking because we're at this beautiful stadium, the new brand new stadium here, McKinney, 70 million. Yeah, it looks like it too. Very, very nice. Good stuff. Great Everybody people. have a good, hey, we even had two minutes to spare on our broadcast. We did good here tonight. We're on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Everybody have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>